Not that. That's made me laugh. Big Bender with a Pan Yam Pickle. Big Bender with a Pan Yam Pickle. Yes. OK. So, uh, yeah, how's it going? All right. Monday. Is it Monday? Yes. Ow. So, excellent weekend. But as I say, I uh, sat in a theatre yesterday. If you've not seen uh, uh, The Fonz in pantomime, there is a chance he might be coming on the phone this week. I don't know if that's true or not. It will be brilliant. Uh, go and see it, man. I went and saw <clears throat> Peter Pan with Bobby Davro, for God's sakes. And Bobby Davro, get this, was funny. He was being really funny. Y- ish, you know. But I, I sat there, not in a, a postmodern, ironic way, going, aren't I clever, laughing at this. It was genuinely hilarious, man. The Fonz is funny. He didn't do Fonzie, though. He didn't do Fonzie. Apart from 30 seconds where he did some pure Fonzie action. He's doing all that for 30 seconds, and he stopped and wouldn't do it again. Um, but it was the best thing. But I'm now coming down with what Chris calls my... Get this. I'm in a theatre with 500 kids all screaming, and it's, it's brilliant being in a place where there are kids just making that much noise. That's very exciting. But they're all coughing and snuffling, and the little girl behind me was just coughing on my neck. I could feel her coughing on my neck. I'm thinking, I'm coming down with this, man. I'm coming down with this. I was listening to Jeremy Vine on the way in, just because you should listen to other stations, and they were talking about bugs and flus and stuff. And, um, I- I'm coming down with this. And my producer, Adrian Crisp, says, Oh, it's just a kid's cold. What? Oh, you've just got a kid's cold. That's all it is. It's not a grown-up cold. Well, what does that mean? A cold is a cold is a cold, of course. And nobody's heard of a cold that talks, unless, of course, etc., etc. So... Uh, there's no such... You can't differentiate between a kid's cold and a grown-up cold. They're the same thing, Chris. Obviously. I had a cold last week, and if a kid had my cold, they would have died. (coughs) Is that a threat? Maybe. You go up to kids and just cough in their face. They were bullying you. Firing peas at you at a bus stop. But... But no, it's the same thing, because the... the, the, It it, it measures itself... By the way, London, you're lucky I'm here today, because... Uh, 45 minutes before I left for work, I received a knock at my door. Well, I did, I didn't, I'm lying a bit. I'll tell you exactly how it was, but it's a bit b- long and boring. Been away for the weekend, came back, I had to go somewhere this morning. When I came back, I had, um, some, uh, we tried to deliver things from the post office that had been sent over the weekend. So I went around to the post office to collect these things. When I came back, the delivery man was there delivering my Nintendo Wii. I have a Wii. Um... Uh, And I didn't get it out of the box. I just, I I sat there looking at it for 45 minutes while playing on on the Xbox, really. But I thought, no, tonight I'm going to have a full-on session with Nintendo Wii. So you're lucky I'm here, is is the point I'm making. But it evens itself out. The cold evens itself out. The body, you can only, you only get as much cold as your body can take. That's how that works, Chris. It's like... Cat, if, if, animal colds can't cross into human beings, okay? They can't do it. But kid colds can cross to adults. It's good, that movement, isn't it? It, it? it explains exactly what I'm doing. Kids' colds can cross to adults, and adults' colds can cross into kids. But animals and human colds can't cross. What? Oh, jeez. Leon, can you explain it to him? I can explain it. Kids' cold, I've got four kids myself, and you want to be careful, tell Chris, because a kid's cold can turn into man flu. And that's terrible. There you go, you see. If, but no you're right. If, if a kid, if one kid at your kid's school has got a cold, not only will all the kids get it, but all the parents will get it as well. It's like Nick. It's like Nick. Oh, don't. Because <laughs> by the end of this thing, I was scratching my head. Oh, and you I think, got him, man. I, well, I, I've not been scratching today, so I'm hoping it was psychosomatic. But I'm thinking, I've got Nick. 
I'm I'm sat in a theatre with 500 kids. I've got... uh, uh, Have you been to pantomime this year, Leon? Oh, this is what I want to talk to you about. Go on, then. Did you go to the pantomime? I went... uh, Yesterday, I went and saw Fonzie in Happy... uh, in in, uh, Peter Pan. Oh, no, you never. Oh, yes, I did. Oh, no, you never! Oh, yes, I did! Oh, no, you never! Shut your face! Sorry, I so, didn't do that. There wasn't, um, there wasn't enough. I tell you what there wasn't enough of. It was brilliant. There wasn't enough of, he's behind you. There should have been a bit more of that. I don't think they're allowed to do that anymore. Why, why not? I'm not sure. My kid's in pantomimes at the moment. You've got to be so careful, you can't even take pictures. Oh, yeah, well, I, yeah, as well. You can't do nothing But anymore. so you can't, on, you can't say he's behind you because it in, implies some form of sexual yeah, practice. Yeah. yeah, they're not allowed to do it in no, pantomimes of course they're allowed... This is political correctness gone mad. Of course they're allowed to say he's behind you. We did it, we did it twice. No, they're not allowed to say he's behind you. Not even kids' ones. All they can say is look over there. (laughs) (laughs) Serious. Seriously, I was at my kid's pantomime, my school pantomime the other day. Look over there, there's a nonce. Look over over there. It's Cinderella it was. And um, the last pantomime I actually went to was in 1982. Right. Uh, and the stars of the show, you mentioned you had the Fonz and Bobby Davro. Yeah. Mine was Barbara Windsor and Todd Carty. Oh, hell's teeth, wow. Pr- prime time Tucker's Luck. Yeah. And um, I think it was the Princess and the Pea or something, you can work out who was who. But anyway, um, this was school play one with... Tucker was uh, the Pea. <laughs> Cinderella. And um, they went to... It's so funny, they're only five and six-year-olds. Right. And um, as they put the, went to put the shoe on Cinderella's foot, she lifted up her leg and let one go. Oh, there you go. There should be more. <laughs> there should be more of that. Oh, it's fair. Oh, that should be. So hang on, they're, they're allowed to blow off, but they're not allowed to say he's behind you. He's, no, he's over there. He's over. He's over there. Where? Did you, get, did you get my CD I sent you? Oh, I did actually. I've not had a chance to listen to it yet. Blimey, oh, sorry. Mega Monkeys, Mega Mix on that. Oh, really? Oh, right. I, w- I will dig it out and I will. Uh, I'll have a listen to it this week. It's been really busy the last few days. I bet it has. Listen, if I don't get to speak to you before, because I know you're going to have a busy two weeks. Good thank lad. you very much for the last oh, year or so. Come on now, be fantastic. Leon, God bless you. Thank you very much. Uh, you, he's over there. That's nonsense. No, I am, I probably, last time I went to pantomime was probably, uh, about 82, and the, here we go, this is a, this is a quiz for you, Chris. This is, uh, we'll talk about Grizzly Adams in a minute, because Chris doesn't know who Grizzly Adams is. If you want to call in and tell us who Grizzly Adams is, 0870, uh, 9090973. Person I saw in pantomime wasn't even a big star then, to be honest. Uh, Chris, who is Joe Brown? Um... <laughs> so. Helen's not in, Helen's, he wasn't even a big star then, I don't, you know... Oh, she's she's a she's a. a, a Helen's what? Helen's miming to him. She's she's helping not, him. Not she. Oh, he he's um singer. Yeah, well done. Oh, you turns out you do know him, and his big hit was. Um, I, even Helen doesn't know. That famous uh, daughter called Sam. I'm Henry the Eighth. I am Henry the Eighth. I am. I am. I've been married to the widow next door. She's been married seven times more now. Everyone was an Henry. She wouldn't have a Willie or a Sam. I'm a eighth old man named Henry. So Henry the Eighth. I am. Oi, oi. Do you know that one? Nah. It's a good song. Good song. Let's get... Can we get that, uh... We've got musical guests coming in next week. We've got Igor, and we have Eduardo coming in. I want them both to play that song. Oh, next Friday's show... I, I, we sh- shouldn't really be throwing forward that much. Next Friday's show is looking to be a blinder. It's gonna be a blinder. Bam! Um, uh, Debbie's in the West Wickham. Hi, Ian. How are you this afternoon? I got sent some Christmas cards today from listeners. I asked mm. not to, to be sent, but the son was sent, including one listener, whose name escapes me, her card's downstairs, who's sent me a little, um, card, a little piece of paper that says, I'm allowed to claim from her one 
sex- sexual... Oh, yes, I gave my husband a checkbook of those last year. And well, where does he cash them? Um, up in the bedroom, but never mind. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, but definitely at the Bank of Derby, is it? Yes. Good girl. Good girl. Well, well she, this woman, this woman's handing them out willy-nilly to strangers. Uh, well, uh, that's a bit bizarre, and I think you might have, um, legal issues with that, especially if she's married. No, it's legally binding. I had, check, I had it checked by my solicitor. He said, no, you can go and claim that whenever you want. It's yours. Are you lucky boy, then? Well, she could be a munter. This is the thing. She included no ah. photograph. But, and, and I wouldn't want to do that either. Ah. That would know. be inappropriate. Anyway, Debbie, what can I do for you? Well, I wanted to talk to you about the wheat. I'm sure you pre-ordered yours yes. and all of that yes. stuff. Tried to pre-order them, oh, and uh, I can't find one anywhere. You can have mine. I can have yours. How much for? Seven hundred pounds. Oh uh, yeah, well I can get one off of eBay for that sort of money. How much are but... they on eBay? Because a part of me is thinking, do you know what? I might put it on there and get, get 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 it after Christmas. I think um, the average have a look, is Chris. about six fifty. Six fifty at the weekend. That's what I looked. At. Oh, it only cost me one eighty. I know. Have a look, Chris. Have a look on the eBay Nintendo Wii because uh, it could be going up there tonight. <laughs> so, uh, st- and you... Back to the Bank of Debbie, yes. So. So, no, I was just wondering if uh, any of your listeners out there knew where there were any for sale apart from eBay. Uh, the normal price of 180 Oh, hang on a minute. There's one going in one minute. Yeah. Uh, that's £381. Mm, no, I haven't got that kind of money. Well, there uh, are some more coming out this week, aren't there? Yeah, I know, but I think it's going to be a bit of a frenzy trying to get hold of one. Yes, it is. Well, if anyone knows, um, they won't know. Uh, you just could just, they do these things with these consoles. They'll be out, the thing is, they'll be out after Christmas, and I know it's not Christmas, but, mate, how old are the, your kids? Um, how old are they? They're 13 and 18. Ah, well, you know, it's tough, isn't it? So tell them, like, life's hard, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but you can't tell someone who's got special needs, uh, you can't get hold of one. Well, you, yes, you can. Uh, um, you try it, Ian. <laughs> Come well, round my house. No, but well, you can tell someone who's got special needs you can't get hold of one. You just have to explain it a little bit better. Uh, yeah, try it. <laughs> OK, anyway. well, put, put him on the phone, I'll do it. What, what, what's your problem? You can't bring that one into the mix. Travel news now. I have no idea who, so let me guess. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Is it Amanda? No. <laughs> 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 sorry. Is that, uh, who, hang on. It's, it's, it's the Joyce. Oh, it's the Joyce. Alan yeah. Joyce, sorry, but you, you sounded butch for the first time in your really? life. <laughs> uh, where you go, sir? Thank you very much. Uh, right, we've got delays building up around Regent's Park. Now, um, okay, this is written really badly, so I have to fill in a lot of blanks, okay. Uh, but it's an excellent, um, uh, cause that I'm about to, uh, to try and read out. Uh, you can raise money for the National Missing Persons Helpline and help people like Ryan Harrison... Find his missing mother. All you've got to do, just use your old mobile phone. Very simple. For every phone donated, the National Missing Persons Helpline will receive £5. Full details of how you can donate your old phone are on our website, lbc.co.uk. You can act today and make a difference. The LBC 97.3 mobile phone campaign with ITV London tonight. Metro 02, the Mayor of London, phone back. Uh, Now, here's details of this week's appeal. So, just have a listen. You may not know anything about it, but you might do. That's the thing with these things, you never know. I always watch Crime Watch in the hope that I might be able to help. I've yet been, not been able to help yet, but maybe, maybe. Let's have a listen. Uh, Ryan Harrison's mother, Jane Harrison, went missing over ten years ago when he was only fifteen. 
She went to Woodgreen Shopping Centre to do some last-minute shopping before a family holiday and didn't return. Ryan has never given up his search to find his mum. Uh, so, you can find out details on how you can help on lbc.co.uk. There we go. Now, if you want to give us a call, by the way, we're looking at the Nintendo Wii's on uh, Amazon, uh, eBay. They're, they're only about 300 quid, so I'm not going to sell mine. I didn't get the special needs thing while well, that was brought in at the end there. I don't, uh, you know, don't know. Anyway, 0870 uh, is the phone number. We've not really talked about much, have we? Have we introduced anything? Fonzie? Colds? Oh, yes, Warren, who's Grizzly Adams? Um, I don't know. Oh, shut up. Uh, uh, you shut up. You shut up. Be quiet with you. Grizzly Adams? You don't know who Grizzly... Right, okay. Who's who Grizzly Adams? But you, you you talk about a lot of things that I don't like, so how would I know that? Because you talk about things that are a bit strange sometimes, and, and I don't really... I'm not into stuff you're into. Monday, Tuesday, happy days. Xbox 360. Yo, you love it. I was on the Rainbow Six today. Come on. I know Flight Simulator, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Okay, yes. Anyway, is there a point to this... Uh, yeah, um, I'm bit concerned, mate, because, um, you've got tinny ears. No. You mentioned tinny ears. No. Uh, yeah, you oh. said tinny ears. Right, all I, beginning. Mm. Right, all I said was mm. that my ears, the headphones sounded tinny. That has been rectified by a quick flick of the treble. Uh, treble is tinny. There we go. So that's that problem sorted out. Oh, eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven. The phones are going wild on the Grizzly Adams hotline. I was talking to Chris, so Chris and I are both, let's set the scene. Chris and I are both growing our hair, we've decided. I decided first, because I'm older and cooler. Uh, but, uh, and Chris, can, can you believe, <laughs> on Thursday, or, or, or maybe it was Wednesday, Chris and I were having an argument about whose hair would grow the fastest. I, go, I, I said, yeah, I bet, I, I bet my hair grows faster than yours. We actually had a row about that. Isn't that insane? Um, but uh, I said, yes, I'm, gonna, I'm not doing any filming for a while, so I'm going to grow my hair and I'm going to grow a beard. And I'm going to look like Grizzly Adams. Peter, who is Grizzly Adams? I think he was, um... <laughs> was he a bear? He was a bear, yeah? What? Was it a bear? No. He wasn't? Oh, sweet. All right, mate. Nice. Bye. Bye, mate. That's embarrassing for everyone. We just got we just got out of that call. Both of us backtracked from that call as quickly as we possible because that guy did not have a clue what he was talking about. It was embarrassing for everyone. If you do know the answer, no prize. No, we're not we're not giving away a wee. No, not today. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine something. Hey, you can email as well. Don't forget to email your blogs. Ian at lbc.co.uk. And I do enjoy for some reason when John Holmes is on, I always get a lot of emails to John Holmes saying you're better than Ian. I genuinely do. I don't know why they come to me, but they do. So, th thanks for that, you bloody turncoats. Steve's in the Holborn. Hey, how's it going, Ian? Yeah, it's all right. I'm, I'm, I've got a headache, and I'm uh, a so slightly sore throat, but I'm, you know what? I'm fine, yeah. man. I'm fine. Yeah, that headache and sore throat came from that kid that was coughing behind you. Didn't it just? Didn't it just? Yeah. Well, this is it. This is what I've been up for, because when, when this kid was coughing behind you, why didn't you get up and move? Because I had a seat in a theatre. Yes, you, you've been to the theatre, Steve. I have, yeah. Well, you yeah, know, then you the can't, you can't just get up and move. What, were there no spare seats at the back or anywhere else? It was sold out, but it was Fonzie and Bobby Davro on stage together. I would, I would have got up and moved 
and I would have sat in uh, down the staircase in front of it, honestly. Was it, was it a constant cough this, this kid was doing? You can't it, sit on a staircase, it's a fire hazard. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, Ian, what it is, right, if I'm on the public, if I'm on public transport, bus, tube, train, whatever, yes. if someone's coughing behind me, or even yes. sneezes, or, yes. y- you know, even clears their throat, the first thing I'd do is get up and move, because these people are disgusting, they have no, no respect for their fellow commuters or whatever, and as far as I'm concerned, I don't care if, if it offends them, because I've got up, I've got up off, and I've moved on the bus, like, a, quite a few times, and they've looked at me like, why are you moving? I'm, I'm not contagious, when really they are. Do you drink, do you drink home. Diamond White out of a brown paper bag? Because I think right. I've seen you, if, if that's, if you do that. <laughs> well, do you know, it's about self-preservation, though, isn't it? Do you yeah. know what I mean? And it doesn't matter if it's man, woman, dog, child, if someone's coughing, you move, and you, ha- yeah. you have to look after yourself, because now you've got a headache, and, and now you've got a cold, do you know well, what Stephen, I mean? And, and Stephen, 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 calm down. I was in the, I was in a theatre with 500 kids. There was, they were all coughing and sneezing and shouting and spitting and probably wetting themselves at certain points. There was no oh, escape from it. I would have gone in there, I would have gone in there with a mask at least and some sort of, some sort yeah. of dust mask, I don't know, but some sort of... Why didn't I think you, But, you, but you can't, mask. you can't just sit there, but the thing, the, the thing that I, my problem is that when I get up and move... Yes, Stephen. People look at me like I'm mad. They, they look Do at they? me like, wait, what, yeah. Why would and they the look is, at you like you're mad? Well, I, well, I have no idea, because the thing no. is that they're the ones that are filthy. All they've got to do is nice. hold it in, because sometimes you can hold it and sneeze if you make an effort. A, you know a I mean? six-year- listen, this six, I'm not having a go at this kid that was behind me, but a six-year-old cannot hold a coffin for two- a coffin, there we go, for two and a half hours. Especially not if there's a body in it. No, I would I would have, honestly, I, self-preservation, I would have gone and sat on a skip staircase, honestly, because that's- right. Was this yeah. before or after you would have smashed off someone's wing mirror? You know what? This will probably be before, and because and because I would have caught the code, that would give me a further reason to this guy's to, insane. Uh, not these mirrors of ignorant people who don't care for other road users and leave the mirrors out. Steve, what? Steve, man, listen. We know you're very angry and you're very upset. Well, do, you, do you know why? We nearly got to the bottom of it the other day. It's to do with with a partner, isn't it, or no, something? It's, it's, it's your it's your fault, Ian. It's your fault. What, I, what have I, I done? I, I didn't. You sacked me. You sacked me as your show quality correspondent. Right, you didn't even give me any notice or whatsoever, and you expect me just to take it with a smile. I'm sorry, I can't do that. Do you know what I mean? Like, if, I'm, ne- if I'm upset, I'm upset. You never, you never called in. You didn't ask. What do you mean I didn't ask? You're supp- if you're a correspondent, you're supposed to call in. Isn't that right, Nick? He's right. I was wondering what's going on with this guy. He's getting a bit hyper about kids sneezing on buses. Self-preservation is going on like it's a nuclear holocaust. Well, look, Ian, Ian's got a headache and he's got a sore throat now. He didn't have that before, before his kids started coughing everywhere. So, the thing is, and that's, and that's just the kids' one. There's grown, there's, there's, there's adults out there that don't know what common courtesy is, which is called putting their hands over their mouth, or trying to hold in a sneeze. If you're an adult, holding your sneeze, uh, you don't have to come out with the, the, the last sneeze, you can, you can do a little muffled... No, sneeze. I totally agree, cover your mouth if you're sneezing and show a bit of respect, but goddamn, you're getting excited. No, it's, no, it's not getting excited. It's, it's all about looking after yourself, and... This, this, fair, oh, you know, fair, fair, fair dues, the kid is a kid, is, you know, hasn't learnt yet. But, there's nothing wrong in moving, or going to, or, or, or you know, if, if, if there's a spare seat available, you move, or you sit on a staircase, or you move elsewhere. But you don't just sit there and take people coughing, especially when you can feel the drop in the back of your neck or the back of your, that's disgusting. Yeah, what but you could that? always just turn around and say to them, look, cover your mouth, show a bit of respect. Yeah, yeah, you can do Edu- it. Educate the people in the ways of their errors, and instead of getting up and moving away, Leaving that problem there for someone else to deal with. Error of their ways. Yeah, Nick, Nick, you're, you're absolutely right. You could always turn around and say, look, do you mind putting your hand over your mouth? But if you've honestly got to ask someone that, I don't honestly want to be stuck behind someone who hasn't got any courtesy whatsoever. They're the type of, they're the type of individuals that will start kicking your feet and doing all sorts of other things and... <laughs> blowing, blowing peas at you from a pea shooter? 
And you're just in trouble when that happens. Yeah, that's, that's hell when that happens. Yeah, that's, that's when uh, you know you've got a little Dennis the Menace on your hands. Nick, thank you for that, Steve. Thank you for that. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. It's a, it's a little rant. He has to have that rant two or three times a, a week, and uh, hopefully, hopefully this is some kind of therapy for him. Hey, for God's sakes, it's Terry in Regent's Park. Hello, mate. How you doing, Ian? It's, it's all right, Terry. What can I do for you? All right, I know who Grizzly Adams is. Who is Grizzly Adams? All right, Grizzly Adams, I think, Grizzly Adams, I think it was about ten years ago, used to be a programme on a TV, and he used to, uh, tall fellow with a beard, and he used to have a beard, and a gentle bend off, I think, wasn't it? No, uh, gentle bend was something different. Gentle bend oh, was anyway, another bear. And it used to be a song called Maybe. He what? Uh, the, the actual song for the series was called... Uh, with it, it was called Maybe. How did that go? Oh, I ain't gonna sing it to you. Well, I don't remember how it went. No, I don't lie. I, 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 I hand on heart, I right. do not know how the theme tune to Grizzly oh, Adams yeah. went. Hey, and I, it was something like, uh, I, do you know what? I can't think of yourself, yeah? Come maybe, on. It, it's going, maybe, there's a place, do, 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 maybe, that one. No, do you know what, I, um, uh, I think you're singing something different. No, that, that was it, I'll tell you, Ian. Uh, well, I'll bet again, I don't know. Um, are you sure? Because it sounds like that you're singing, um... <laughs> yeah. That was it. That was it. But this is what it sounds like you're singing. But not quite as rocky as this, but... <laughs> they, they do come in eventually, I promise. <laughs> oh, look out, they come! In a minute. Oh, Jesus. I think you know what it is anyway. Here it is, hang on. Yeah. <laughs> is that what you were singing? Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, here we go, here we go, maybe. Comes maybe. Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down. Oh, that's nice. Until tomorrow. No? Nah. That was a little sobo anyway. <laughs> So, I'm definitely right on that one. So, but you're right. It, it, it was it was about twenty years ago, I think. But it was a was it big twins? guy, big guy with a beard. He used to knock around with a big bear. He used to he? knock around with a big bear. <laughs> yes, he did. He used to it. knock around. And that song was maybe. I can hear. I can actually honestly. All right. Well, maybe. listen, Terry. Hopefully, someone will call in with it. <laughs> Thank you, sir. He's, he's, he's a, he can't stop laughing. That fella. Has it, have you ever had laughing gas, Helen? Does laughing does it exist? Laughing gas that makes you laugh. Because it would go. What, what's wrong with a little bit of laughing gas? I've had knockout gas, obviously. In the old days, when I used to go to the dentist years ago, they can't do it now. And they put a mask over your face and knock you out. Can't do that now. Um, because, like, people died and stuff. But is, does laughing gas actually exist? Where you put it over your face and you can't stop laughing? If so, why isn't it free? Uh, and where the hell can we get some? Can we get some on the eBay? Everything goes back to the eBay, doesn't it? It's kind of like, uh... Uh, it's, it's like the Jesus of the 21st century. Anyway, 0870 is the phone number. So, we know that Grizzly Adams is a big guy with a beard who knocks around with a bear about 20 years ago, uh, but we don't know what the theme tune was. 0870 You speak to Martin in Leighton Buzzard after the latest LBC News. Ask Chris, Chris, do you know who Grizzly Adams is now? No. Is it anything to do with Yogi Bear? We need the definitive. We, 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 I, I don't really remember why he was living in the woods, why he was with a bear. I don't know what that was all about. If anyone knows the backstory to Grizzly Adams, um, uh, then, you know, that give us a call and stuff, innit? Uh, as I promised, London, he's here. It's Martin in Leighton Buzzard. I thought Grizzly Adams was, uh, posh spice in a nude. 
Uh, okay, there you go. Well done, thank you. Uh, uh, That's uh, almost, uh, it's almost a joke, London. It is. Um, all I remember about Grizzly Adams, the guy that played him was, um, Michael Landon's best mate in a Little House on the Prairie. Oh, yes, now that rings a bell. I can't remember. He was, he was always going off to Mankato to get something. But what was he, do- what was he doing yeah. in the woods on his own? But he, oh, he's used to speak in a very soft, like, imbecilic voice. Like, child. You're yeah, right, yeah. you're right, Martin. Well, that's how he used to talk. Oh, right, well, you did an impression of him. Sorry, I thought you'd had a stroke. Yeah. I don't know what was happened there. No, he was very gentle, and he just, right. like, he just spoke in one-syllable sentences, like, bear, sky, lovely. I don't remember. Th- I don't remember that that much about it. I just remember yeah, watching but, it. And, uh, but the, that that the, the, you're getting the song confused because that maybe t- that's from the Littlest Hobo. That's the Littlest Hobo. Yeah, but that's what the other guy was singing before the. Yeah, yeah, but um. So how did oh, the the song go for uh, oh, Grizzly God. and the bear? It was because Gentle Ben. Do you remember Gentle yeah. Ben? Where it's a kid, yeah. like a nine-year-old kid, and his best mate is a grizzly bear. Now, I, I don't know much about parenting, Martin. I've never had a child, but I've got six. Well. I would not let any child I know hang out with a grizzly. That can't be safe because those things they turn. It gets that kid gets his face ripped off. Yeah, but it's Hollywood, mate. Oh right, yes. you can hang out with snakes and spiders. Nothing will happen to you. I think they shot Gentle Ben in the end, didn't they? Put a bullet through its head. No, I think so. Yeah, electric chair. Yes, hopefully. Yes. Uh, well, Martin, thank you for that. I think. Okay then. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> oh, he sounds so optimistic at the end of his phone calls, doesn't he? Always sounds like he's, you know, well, no worries, always good to help. There we go. Um, don't forget this, I, I, I guess we need to speak to Stephen Murdoch, Chris, to find out what time he's coming in. I'd imagine this time next week, uh, about half past three next Monday, Stephen Murdoch from ISO Solutions. He's, he's our computer and gadget expert. If you've not heard him before, he's excellent. Uh, he's helped me with uh, a couple of problems with my hard drive. I had to, um, had a problem formatting a drive and I, I needed to delete some stuff very quickly and permanently. He helped me with all of that, uh, and he's great. But he's going to be in next week uh, talking about uh, the problems you may have with your computer over uh, Christmas and the New Year, uh, and also the must-have gadgets uh, that you, you, any loving parent would get, including Nintendo Wii's. If you couldn't get one, you don't love your kids. It's as simple as that. I managed to get one. I haven't got kids. So you should have been able to get one. Uh, he'll be in uh, next Monday, so that would uh, be... Uh, fun is probably the wrong word. Uh, David! Oh! Hello, David. How you doing? All right. Eee, correct Listen, I'm the old wee. Yes. Is it good? I've not had a go yet. You wave your arms about, don't you, and all that, isn't it? Yes, that's Listen, the... you know the, uh, Grizzly Adams? He's, um, lived in a forest. Yes. And he, uh, lived with the bears. Yes. And he was he's Canadian, I think. Right. And he's, um, yeah. And he, uh... <laughs> He used to catch bears. He used to... Did he? Yeah. What was yeah, he... Yeah, ca- he used to catch them and, um, teach them things. Well, what did he teach them? What did he teach them? Dancing. He would teach bears dancing, would he? I don't remember... Yeah. And he used to lock them in cages. Right, it's not quite the... Do you, know to, do you know how to catch a polar bear? Uh, no. You cut, um... An, uh, cut an all, an all in that ice. Yeah? Yes. And then you put all, um... Peas around the edge. Peas? Peas. Yes. And um, when he comes up for a pea, you kick him in the ice hole. Right. Well, yes. Thanks very much for that. 
<coughs> Moving swiftly on, it's Fernando. Hello, Ian. Hello, Fernando. <laughs> How are you? I think we can just about get away with that. I think so, just about. Mm. Uh, you asked about the laughing gas. Oh, yeah, does it exist? Where can I get some? Uh, it exists, and it's used in cars for NOS. You know, like the NOS injection? In cars? Yeah, you know NOS, in NOS kit. You know when you play, like, uh, Need for Speed Carbon, and you got the NOS? In OS, NOS? No. Okay, have you not seen the Fast and the Furious? No, I've not. Okay. I've not seen Too Fast, Too Furious either, or the one in Tokyo. Oh, okay. But it, it's kind of like a... It's a bottle that you put in the back... And you inject it into the engine and it increases the horsepower. Oh, I saw it in Quantum Leap. Uh, maybe that, yeah. There was an episode in Quantum Leap where he had to have a car race and it was kind of a bit of a rip-off of Greece. And, oh, um, yes, 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 yes. I think it's in Greece as well. It's in Greece. But so, but, right, but so it makes cars go faster because you combine it with the petrol or something and it creates but, a turbo well, boost. It, well, it, it's actually explosive. Right. Oh, blimey. If, if, if you burn it. But if you, if you bring it in, it's actually, it's, it's laughing gas. Right. Can you so put you can... that, Chris, can you put that in my folder, then? Do you know, I don't know how to do that for me. Uh, but, but, but if you inhale it... It makes you laugh. But d- does it? Yes. Or is that a myth, though? No, because my mate's got some. Oh, shut up, Fernando. Ha- yeah. Has he? Yeah, he's, he's got a knot in his, uh, in his golf. Right, so your mate's got a golf. Yeah. A Volkswagen golf. Volkswagen golf. And he's got, um, what you're calling nos, which means he presses, what, has he got, like, a red button on his dashboard? Uh, yeah, to so arm it, yeah. He presses a red button, and that, yeah. uh, fires, uh, laughing gas into the petrol, which creates an explosion, which causes what? the car to turbo boost. Yes, in, in essence. You are talking out of your bum. <laughs> Again. You are talking <laughs> out of your bum. That is not, that, no, your friend has not got that in a golf. Yeah. Why? Wow. Where does he use that? Down at, uh, drag strips and oh, street racing and... Like. So you've taken a puff of this laughing gas. We've had some, yeah. And what is it? Does it, make it just makes you giggle. It's the same way how you kind of, you know, the helium and it makes your voice kind of... Yeah. You've got no control over it at all. You just burst out and giggle. Wow. I'm not, oh, go away. Whenever I say that I, I wouldn't mind trying this, I'm not in any way condoning what may potentially be an illegal and a very dangerous act. I don't know. Uh, it, just... it's, it's, it's not illegal. It's not illegal to, to have it or to use it. It's got to be illegal to pu- fire it into your car, though. No. That, no. That has to be illegal. To no. fire an explosive into your engine, that's illegal. It's not. That is illegal, Fernando. <laughs> I guarantee you, I don't know nothing about cars or the law. I know that what you've just told me is illegal. Okay. Check it up on, 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 on eBay. Or uh, Google it. Okay, Fernando, listen, I, I can't be bothered. Uh, this is why I do this show. This show is Google for me. Yeah, James O'Brien can use that as a trailer if he wants. This show's like Google for me. I just ask a question and the answer comes back straight away. You can have that. Give that to O'Brien. Um, that's illegal. That's nonsense, isn't it? You fire an explosive into your, uh... Oh, hang on a second. We'll do that in a minute. Declan! Hello, Ian. Hello, Declan. How are you? Um, do you know what? I'm really good. Yeah. Yeah. You're sounding good. Um, Grizzly Adams. Yeah. I know why he was up in the mountains. Go on, then. Yeah. When he lived in town... He was falsely accused of murder. Oh, no. So he had to do a runner. Like um, David Carradine in Kung Fu? Well, something like that, but uh, without the high kicks. But so so he did... There wasn't that much Kung Fu in Kung Fu, actually, was there? 
No, no, it's a bit silly, really. It's a little bit silly. Oh, yeah. do you remember in the seventies, every sketch show in the seventies had a oh grasshopper yeah. kind of sketch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, grasshopper, yeah. wise yeah. man walk with bare foot, st- tread on pointed needle. He go ah. Oh. It was that. Yeah, I've, I've, Miyagi. I've written a sketch for Little and Large, thirty yeah. years too late. So Grizzly Adams had murdered someone. Well, he was falsely. He didn't actually murder him, but he was accused of it. Right, but they couldn't, and so that, but no one could go and find him. Well, they couldn't find him up in the mountains, yeah. No, uh, Mr. Hooker, who works here, I think has got, I think this may be the Grizzly Adams theme tune. Let's have a listen, hang on. Here we go. Deep inside the forest is a door into another land. It's not what the other fella was singing. Oh no, it sounds good to me. I, rem- I remember this. Here we go. There we go, maybe. Oh, the fella was right. Country roads, take me home to the place I belong. Come on, Declan, West Virginia, man, Mama. Come on, Tim, take home. Country roads. Thank you, Ian. Thank you, Declan. Well no, done there. That was a lot of fun, wasn't it? We had a, a John Denver medley. And, uh, Tim. Uh, hello, Ian. Hello, Tim. That was fun, wasn't it? Uh-huh. A lot of singing. There's going to be a lot of singing over the next two weeks. Okay. Oh, hang on a second. Uh, yeah, Terry, you're back, are you? Hey, uh, mate. I thought I was right, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah I apologise thinking you were a fruitcake. <laughs> Good lad. Hey, uh, you yeah. know what? Oh, you what? know what, Ian? What? Um, you know what? Believe it or not, I think I've got it up in my left. <laughs> that single. Well, well, well go, go up there and have a look for it. No. Don't, 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 don't come back down. Yes, yes, Tim. Ah, uh, hello. Yeah, um, laughing gas. Yes? Yeah, I can kill you. Christ. As well, because, um, I saw an episode of, uh, Diagnosis Murder. Oh, <laughs> this is, this is the best show we've ever done. Every <laughs> box is being ticked. I love it. It diagnosed, wow, what happened? Yeah, there was this, um, doctor dude that was, um, <laughs> in, in his office. And yes. he just turned out some forms. But then he started to laugh. Yeah. And then he started to have a heart attack after oh. a while. Ah, so hang on. The laughing gas didn't necessarily... He wasn't poisoned by the laughing gas, but he had a weak heart and a heart attack was induced. Yeah. But he was a doctor dude, yeah? Yeah. Nice. Uh, and what what happened? Well, he died. Yeah? And what, did Dick Van Dyke find out who did it? Yeah, because they found uh, how they put the vent sort of thing. Yeah. Through. Had to be the janitor. <laughs> was it? No. Oh. Another doctor? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, Tim, there we go. Thank you for that. So we're getting closer on the hunt for laughing gas. Uh, Fernando's mate's got it in the back of his car and he uses it to turbo boost. Uh, and Dick Van Dyke solved a murder that was based around it. Uh, Alex is in the Romford. Hello. Hello, Alex. Hi, mate. How you doing? Are you, all right, all right. Good, good. This laughing gas, Lark. Yes. It is nitrous oxide for your car system. Nitrous oxide? Yes, that's what it is. But, but what do you mean for your car system? Well, it makes you, you give an extra boost to your, um, car power. That, I can't believe that's legal. It is. Legal, yeah. You can use it. It's pretty legal. But to fire an explosive into your engine? Yeah, basically. That's what it does. Yeah, it gives about an extra 100 horsepower out for your car system. 
Yeah, it depends on how much... Who's, who's, who's that banging away in the background? I'm in my own car, driving along at the moment. Well, who's that with you? A, road, uh, a mechanic of mine. A mechanic of yours? Yeah. What's the, what's the mechanic doing in the car with you? We're looking at her knocking on my car, and I can't figure what it is, that's all it was. Have you tried, have you looked in the boot? No, no, no. Could, could be someone in there? Uh, no, we looked at that. We turned the radio up as well to cover up the noises as well, and that doesn't work. Oh, blimey, well, you better get sorted. Yeah, I know. Uh, okay, that, Alex, thank you. Yes. That's what it is, nitrous oxide, Good mate. Good lad, thank you. I, I do hope we're not in any way encouraging... I, 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 can, I don't think this is legal. If anyone knows, 0870-9090-973. Time now to get the latest LBC 97.3 travel news. Here's Alan Joyce. And Gloucester Gate and Avenue Gate. Let's quickly do these. Uh, this is for Dave. Hang on. Children blind? Oh. Flange. And let's just have one more for luck. I've not got time. I've not got time. I've not got time. I've not got time. That's nice, isn't it? Uh, Wendy! Oh, hello, Ian. Hello, Wendy. Um, I just phoned in to say that the chap that phoned up and said that, um, mm-hmm. d- uh, Little House on the Prairie bloke was in the, um, Grizzly Adams. He wasn't. It was Dan Haggerty. Who was Dan Haggerty? An actor. All oh, right, that narrows it down a bit. <laughs> so he wasn't in Little House on the Prairie? No. No, he wasn't. Because I love Little House on the Prairie. Oh, no. Never, all, never all I remember in Little House on the Prairie is there was a blind girl and they painted her house pink or something <laughs> and she couldn't see it and they're all going, oh, it looks really nice, but it looked awful. <laughs> Do you remember that bit? No, I don't remember. No, that's the only bit I remember from it. No, I don't remember that bit. Don't tell me it didn't happen. Uh, there was a blind girl called Mary. That would have been her. They painted her house pink and it looked ridiculous and they're all going, oh, it looks really nice, but it didn't. I can't remember. Uh, a, a Little House on the Prairie was all right. It was a little bit too Christian for my liking. Well, uh, I, I... There's not enough nice things like that on the television anymore. I, I was more of a Waltons. Oh, I love the Waltons as well. Oh, God, listen to you, Wendy. You really do yearn for the old days when things were nice. I do, but I didn't watch Grizzly Adams. I thought it was awful. Why? But, um, it was just too soppy. I, I do remember watching it as a kid and crying. Now, someone just emailed in and said that the bear was called Ben, which would mean that Gentle Ben probably was... But then Grizzly Adams was, like, set in the 1800s, and Gentle Ben was set on a hovercraft, so... Right, don't know about Gentle Ben. I no. think the bear was called Ben. Grizzly Adams was based on a true character. No, he was not. So was Little House on the Prairie. No, no they were not. Yes, they were. No! I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but you're wrong. You, oh, you are so wrong on this. No, no one not. has ever been as nice as the people in Little House on the Prairie, and no one has ever lived in yes, the woods called Grizzly Adams. based on the Allura Ingalls Wilder, who wrote the book... Yeah. Who wrote, yes, who wrote the book, yes, the book, the book. The TV series was based on the was, book. Yes, it was based on a book, yes. yes. Not on a real life, though. On her real life experience. On a book, that she'd written, that a book. Her Although own. there is a documentary, uh, called, uh, called The Grizzly Bear Man or something, and I've not seen this, have you seen this, Helen? You, uh, this, apparently it's brilliant. It's this guy, it's a genuine, this is a real documentary. This guy lived in, like, the Canadian woods or something, and he trained bears... And he would, like, hang out with bears and stuff, these big grizzly bears. And then right at the end of the documentary, he gets mauled to death by one of these bears. And you don't see it. All you see is the director with the headphones on listening to the recording of this guy getting mauled to death going, No. No, we can't use this. No, this is horrible. That's all the closest you get. And apparently even that is horrific enough. I did see it, actually. You saw that documentary? Yes. Really? I saw, it, I saw it on the news. It was he's quite young, yeah. and he was filming himself at the time. The camera was there, right? And he got eaten. Yeah, blimey, bit, bit silly, isn't it? Dreadful, well, Dre- dreadful business. But 
You 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 hang out with the bears, you get mauled to death. That's, gonna so happen, isn't that's it? gonna happen. Yeah. Wendy, thanks for that. Okay. You're, nice you're, to speak. To nice you. to speak to you. You're a sweet lady. But but Little House on the Prairie isn't. Uh, it's not based on a true story. Neither is Grizzly Adams. Anyone knows that. Oh, I've got to tell you about my hotel after four o'clock. I must remember. Uh, the, the, the weirdest hotel. Not that weird, actually. Not, not that weird at all, but odd. A little bit odd. It was a, which, how, my, from what I've told you, Chris, about my hotel, how odd would you say it was on a scale of one to ten? One being not very odd, ten being quite odd. Nine and a half. It was, it was weird, didn't it, actually? Very odd. Okay, I wouldn't say, I'd say like seven and, and three-eighths, but... Oh, do remind me after four, if I, if I uh, haven't. Uh, it's Jonathan. I am. Hello, I, um, I actually read Little House on the Prairie. It's by Laura, Laura Ingalls Winters, the girl in the programme. What? It's based on their life living with the Indians. Oh, in that case, uh, Hey, yeah. this, this, uh, this pantomime with Fonzie was brilliant. Was it good? But, 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 they had Red Indians in it. Right. And they were called Red Indians. Yeah. And they were, like, doing a lot of, Oh, oh, la, 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 la. oh my tiga, my, my mother, she say. They were talking like that. Which was a little bit borderline, yeah. and there were lots. There was a little bit of homophobia in there as well. Oh, that's a shame. There were a few, not from the Fonz, but there was a few. When I say homophobia, I mean there were a few old-fashioned gay jokes. Gay remarks, right? Yeah. And I, it just—I thought, oh, it sat slightly uncomfortably with me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's a good one. Yeah, it's all right. They could have used that. <laughs> uh, it just. Uh, oh, hello, oh, Camp Sailor. Hello. Oh, oh, gee, I say, it's like that. You should be talking about homophobia because I was at a gay party in New York when the guy said, "Oh, we've got some nitrous oxide," and I said, "Oh, no, what's that then?" And he said, "It's laughing gas." So I didn't partake of anything no. like that because I've never touched anything like that in my life. So the gays like uh, nitrous oxide, do they? Well, everyone was sniffing it, and when I came and had it, and they were, everyone was laughing. Who, who, you sure it was nitrous oxide, not, not yeah. something else? It was laughing gas. You can buy it at head shops in New York. <laughs> head shops. You know where they sell, like, paper, ribs of paper is when I used to smoke cigarettes. So. Yes, roll, roll your own, yes. Very yeah, that's what we should roll now. And, um, yeah, they had the boxes, and I, I thought they were joking, and they, they weren't. They were serious. It was nitrous oxide. Buy one, get one free. You can someone, again, other people have emailed in. I don't know their names. I, I can't be bothered to find out. Saying that there uh, there is a goth club in Camden or something that sells nitrous oxide, uh, and you can buy uh, also balloons full of nitrous oxide to have a little uh, hit on. All right, but what the other guy was saying about induces heart attack. I used to do advanced first aid. And they actually use nitrous oxide to ease the pain of heart attacks. So oh really? Yeah. So rather than giving it, they used it for as a medicine. Oh. But it's normally used, I think, to make people feel a bit better in hospital as a painkiller, isn't it? Really? I'll stick with me morphine, please. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, have you have yeah. you ever had morphine? And I mean yeah, well, I mean legally in a, a, a medically administered yeah, uh, situation. Jeez, um, it's yeah. incredible. I was flying. I was only about fourteen. I broke my radius on my right arm. Well, it, it, I felt like putting on Sergeant Pepper and uh, listening to the the colours and uh, seeing the music. It was in- amazing. And I had it because I had it, and I tried to get it again. I had it because I had a really, really bad migraine, really bad migraine. I was hallucinating. I was being violent. I was all over the shop. I don't really remember it. And so we called out a doctor, or the people I was living with called out a doctor. Uh, and this guy came around at like two o'clock in the morning. And he just went, yeah, I'll, I'll give him a shot of morphine. And I've tried this since, and I've not been able to get a doctor to do it. Gave me a shot of morphine, and I was off my mash! Did it get rid of your headache, though? Uh, I, well, uh, yes, it did. <laughs> but if it didn't, I didn't care. 
Because I was just, uh, I was, it was, it was a, a full-on psychedelic experience, you know. I, I, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, I was a bit funny. I was 14, and I barely remember it, but I remember feeling like I was floating. I mm. felt like I was floating on the hospital bed. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, but, it was. It was amazing. How did you get to the station on Friday? Did you get a cab, or did you... Oh, yes, I got the, yes, I got uh, a, a cab, um, uh, a black cab. Was it a black cab? No, it wasn't. It was a mini cab. It was a mini cab. Uh, oh, you uh, got there on time, then, yeah? Quarter past six, did the last 15 minutes of the show on the telephone, uh, and got there literally five minutes before they were about to close the gate. Oh, well, oh, well done. So you yes. had time then, yeah? I've had a brilliant time, yeah. You didn't see Alex over there, no? Alex? Oh, no, Alex, uh, Alex Paris Alex. No, I didn't. I didn't. And he, he sent me some emails of places to go. The one that I really wanted to go to, the vegetarian restaurant, I forgot to forward on to my other email account, so I didn't Oh, right. So, but, yeah, I'm glad you had a good time, anyway. Jonathan, it was, it was yeah, good fun. Good. Thanks, lads. Cheers. Good lad. Now, for the first time as a map... We're rattling through this. We'll have a recap after four, because we've actually, we've actually done a lot of stuff. Uh, and most of it wasn't meant to be in the show, so I, I don't quite know what's happened. Uh, Steve is in Dorking. Hello, Ian, yes. how are you? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, okay, um, on yes. the net, the Internet Movie Database, yes. imdb.com. Yes. So whenever you've got a question about a TV show or anything, or an actor, yes. what they were in and what they've done, right. that's the place where you'll get your answer. Well, uh, yeah. or I can just come... The thing is, if I did that, Steve, I wouldn't have a radio show. Well, no, then you could spend all the time talking and not have all these strange people <laughs> up telling you lies. Oh, that would make sense, wouldn't it? There you go. And then they, also, you could qualify what they were saying, whether it was true or not, oh. and expose them. Who's that in the car with you? Oh, that's my daughter. She's just passed the part one test. Part one? Yeah, part one of her driving test. Oh, all right. Well, t- tell her to, to shut up. All right, can you shut up? <laughs> that- well, she, well, she's not shut up. She do- no, she's just a bit excited. Well, uh, can I have a word? Part one driving test. Can I have a word with her? Hang on a second. No, no, I just Oh, actually, no, she won't talk to you. No, don't, put the, but... I don't care. Put the phone up to her, her ear. I will talk to her. Hang on a second. Just... Hello, Steve's daughter. Uh, hello. Yeah, so you passed your part one. That's the written bit, is it? Yeah. That's the easy bit. Uh, no, it's the, hard. The, the driving bit's much harder. Yeah. Do you reckon you're going to pass it? Um, yeah, hopefully. What do you have to do in the, in the written bit? Because when I was, uh, uh, how... Wait, hold on, Mum. Yeah, huh? Are you talking to your mum? Um, yeah, on the phone. Oh, well, d- no, it doesn't matter at all, because it's only mum. <laughs> she'll, she'll be around forever. Uh, so wh- what do you have to do in the written part of the exam? Um, you have to answer some multiple choice questions, right. and then you got to do a, like, a hazard perception test. you got to watch, like, car videos. Oh, you watch every v- single videos. time you see it. Yeah, a hazard. you got to press the mouse. You just press a mouse? Yeah. Jeez. And how, how old are you? Because you don't sound old enough to drive. Oh, I'm 18. No, you're not! <laughs> I am. You sound about 12! I don't sound like I'm 12. You sound like a 12-year-old! I don't believe it! You've upset her now. Oh, God. Have I said- I'm going to have to ban you, Ian. Is that, the, is, that, is that the worst thing you can say to her? I'm, well, I'm going to have to ban you from phoning my phone now. <laughs> oh, Steve, how will I survive? Steve, listen, thanks very much for that. Internet movie database. Good lad. Well done to your daughter. You take care. Bye-bye. She was not 18 years old. Chris, how old did you think that girl was? 17. Oh, OK. You're younger than me, though, so you're closer to that age bracket. You know what what, what the kids... Well, yeah, are you, what age can you do your driving test? Is it 18 or is it 17? Because I'm sure I learnt when I was 17. 17, isn't it? It is 17, isn't it? Yeah. They didn't put it up, because there was talk of putting it up to 18. I, I'm sure, sure I did mine when I was 17. Bernie, can you... 18 or 17? Uh, 17. Still? I, well, as far as I know, I've done my test 40 years ago. Genius. 
Uh, and all, all you had to do then was, was sit on the back of a horse and face the right way. That was it. Here's your licence. Yeah. Thanks a lot. You've got a great way of uh, dealing with the oldies. Well, th- well that's, that's a young person and an old person I've uh, offended. Just got to keep it balanced. Right, what can I do for you, Bernie? That's what we love about you, because you offend everyone. Good lad. I tick every box. Right, NO2. Yes. Right, uh, NO2 is an inert gas, and what they do is the boy racers use it. Are you the mechanic, Bernie, that swore last time you were on the air? I am, and I sincerely right. apologise. I'm getting my dump button ready. I'm get, I remember you, right? I'm getting no, the button no. ready. I learned my lesson. <laughs> I have to bow down and bow to my betters. Well, well done. Good luck. You've got 40 seconds, you potty mouth rude man. What, what, tell us about the gas. NO2 is an inert gas which they use to pump into the induction manifold of a car. What it does is cause and create thermal combustion to be able to what? ignite the fuel even better. So, therefore, you can get an increase between 40 and maybe even 105% in brake horsepower. Is it legal? Um, no, it's not. Well, there you go. All these kids phoning up saying it's legal to put it in the it's back of a Volkswagen not. Golf. No, it's not. And also, NO2 is used by dentists. And that's where I generally get mine from. Bernie, one very one quick question. Can, can you get me some? If you want, yeah. Good lad, I'll speak to you during the news. Bill, do you know how much you mean to me? Weekend mornings with my tea. Bill, you keep me company. Yeah. I hope you will stay forever here. A change of slots is what I feared, but I'm glad for now that it's the same next year. Bill Buckley, you're all that I see, even though you're not on telly, listening intently on the radio. BC. Good, good song, that, isn't it? We'll be singing. That's what we're going to be singing on the last day next week. We're all going to learn this. We'll keep playing this. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll keep playing that song throughout the show. I'll give you a little warning when we're going to do it. Chris? I'll put the lyrics on the website. We'll put the lyrics on the website. Next Friday, we're going to have a sing-along to Bill Buckley. Let's see if we can get the man on the phone himself next Friday. God damn it. Let's do it! Why not?! But that's next week. Uh, so, it was in Paris at the weekend, right? And it was great. But it was, it was weird. Went to this hotel. Now, we booked this hotel on the internet, as you do, and then read the reviews afterwards, and it all said, well, it's not very nice. It's very small rooms. The guy's a bit weird. Uh, and it's all a bit weird. So we checked in, and the guy that we'd read about was there. He was very nice. He was very, very nice. The hotel was very nice. It was perfectly, um, placed. It was, uh, where was... I always, it wasn't in Concord. It was, um... Near the Trocadero. Uh, so you're like a ten minute walk from Eiffel Tower. You're ten minute the other way to, uh, what do they call it? Arc de Triomphe. Um, and, and so we checked in. We got in at about twelve o'clock to the hotel. Midnight. Oh, the belt's in, excuse me. Checked him. And the guy says, okay, this is your key. Your room's over there. And I'm in the lobby. I said, what? Room's through that door there. I said, what? what? And that, up the stairs or something. He said, no, that's... That's your room. My room was in the lobby. It was in the lobby. Can you believe this? You opened a door, you were in my room. You came out through the door, you were in the lobby. There was one door next to it. I was room one, there was room two next to it, and that was it. And then everything else was up the stairs. I was as, uh, as clo- my bed, the head of my bed, was as close, this doesn't really work for you on the radio, but tough, as close uh, to me as Helen is now. The lobby, you're the lobby, I'm my bed. That's it. A- a- incredible, you're the desk where the guy is. It's like 10 feet, 12 feet away from the desk. 
And you went in the room, and the room was tiny. But we knew it was going to be tiny, so that was fine. Uh, but you had room for the bed, and then, you know, maybe three foot on the side of it. And then you had a bathroom, and the shower, uh, it was done quite nicely. But the shower door didn't meet the bottom of the shower, so the water trickled out and then came through to the, the living, the, the, the room, and it got the carpet wet. But it meant that you'd be in bed, and you could hear people checking in, checking out, getting cabs. You could hear this guy on the phone chatting away and stuff. So you'd just wake up at three in the morning and hear this guy chatting. And it was just the oddest thing. I couldn't believe... Uh, is there another hotel in the world where there are two rooms in the lobby? And it also meant, without going into too much detail, that we had to be quiet as well. So it was supposed to be romantic weekend. There weren't no romance taking place, I tell you, because we were too worried about making noise. There was an attempt at romance, and we went... Do we get back, shall we? Yeah, all right. It was too noisy. It was too... You, oh, God almighty, I'm embarrassed even thinking about it. You'd, you, you know, you'd open the door, you, you'd be... Oh, dear God. Very odd. Oh, Andrew, you, want, you wanted to ask how Paris was, did you? Yeah. Yeah, I did, actually. Well, I've just... Uh, the, my hotel room was in the lobby. But does it smell like garlic in France? Excuse me? Does it smell like garlic in France? No, it doesn't smell like garlic in France. Okay. Does it just smell like England? It's, uh, it smells slightly different to England. Okay. Well, what, what is France actually like? Because I've never been there. What is France actually like? It's... <laughs> it's very nice. Do you know what? It's very nice, very pretty. Pretty buildings, pretty ladies. Uh, handsome gentlemen. No, well, big bushy... Handsome gentlemen? What? I, I never knew you liked men as well. No, but I can find a, gen- I can find a man attractive... Can't you, Andrew? No. Would you not say that Elvis Presley was attractive? Um, not really. Would you not say that uh, Jose Mourinho is an attractive man? No, he's grey. What's wrong with being grey? I'm grey. <laughs> well, it's just not normal. What, being grey is not normal? Yeah, because you course... wasn't born like it, so it's not normal. Of course it's normal. No, it isn't. So, Andrew... If you had to go gay, if you had to, to save the world, and that includes your mother, any yeah. family you've got, to save their lives, if you had to go gay to save the world, who would you go gay with? You, of course. Okay. How would going gay save the world? <laughs> Do you see what you've done there, Andrew? <laughs> you've entered my trap. He was an odd gentleman, wasn't he, Chris? What, 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 what possessed you to think that was going to be a good call? He wanted to ask about your Paris trip. He didn't. He wanted to be racist and homophobic. My mistake. Yes, very big mistake. Very big mistake. So I had to be really quiet in this, uh, hotel for fear of... A little bit disappointing <laughs> in that respect. Nice hotel, but dis- disappointing, um, in that... Hey, get this, man. Uh, someone who works here, uh, Mr. Sylvester, I'll name him. I'll name him shame. I'll out him was uh, seen prancing around the office before the show, saying, oh, I'm not looking forward to next year. And someone said, why, why is that? I'm not looking forward to next year. Why is that, Mr Sylvester? It's an odd year. What do you mean odd? Wh- wh- why is it odd? Well, it's 2007. It's an odd number. What? Isn't it? I don't like, I don't like odd numbers, and I don't like years that are, that are odd numbers. Now, now, before 
I, 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 I mock uh, a respected member of the LBC team who I like very much and does an excellent job and blagged us free Christmas trees from John Lewis. Can't knock that. Before I knock him, let's put this out to, to you, London. Do you feel uncomfortable when the year ends in an odd number? Let's check, because, you know, there may be others who are as odd as, uh, as Mr Sylvester. Do you feel uncomfortable uh, that next year is going to be 2007? Do you think that bad things happen to you if the year doesn't end with an even number? 2006, good year all round, surely. Surely everyone's done well. Is 2007 going to be a bad year just because it ends in an odd number? 0870 Now, if no one phones up to say, yes, I agree with that, We'll get Mr. Sylvester up here into the studio. We'll, we'll, we'll drag him up here and find out what the hell is going on in his oh-so-confused mind. Kevin, does the, the fact that next year is, is an odd number, does that scare you? No, not at all. Is it Ian? Yes, Kevin, you're on the wireless. First time, first time. How you doing? I'm all right, mate, yes. Uh, no, don't bother me at all. OK. Well. Give the monkeys quite true with no, you. There are, yes, that makes sense. <laughs> what can I do for you, Kevin? Laughing gas. Yes. I used to sell it. You, well, and it is fully legal. Oh, OK. I was about to say, when you, when you say you used to sell it, what, did, did people send you text messages at two in the morning saying, you're about, Kev? <laughs> you, you, you got any, Kev? Did that... Uh, I, I, basically, I was a, I don't know if you know, a hydroponic specialist. Hydroponics? That's magic mushrooms, isn't it? Uh, it's, it's the light use for growing that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. the lights. Oh, I see what you mean. OK, right. Let's all be very careful that we're not bordering on anything too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the lights used for, for, for growing things in intense, intense lights, things. Intense light, yeah. Yes, very intense That's better, light. yes. Uh, and, and basically, as a sideline as well, yes. we used to sell laughing gas. And what does it do to you? Uh, it makes your head bang to begin with. Oh. Uh, get... After, normally you do it in balloons, what people were saying earlier, you yes. normally do, take it in a balloon. Yes. Normally if you have two, maybe three balloons, yes. you might start getting the giggles. The giggles a wee bit. Otherwise it just gives you a bit of a headache. Yeah, really, really it does. At first, oh, not that I would know, it's very similar as if you went away on a trip one day. Yes, I see what you're, you're saying. Can we just say, of course, we don't in any way condone any form of uh, naughtiness. Not saying that Kevin is connected with naughtiness, but naughtiness is bad and should not be done. Winners don't take drugs... Losers have a good time losing, but, uh, no, 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 I think is, is, is the phrase there. Here we go. Fancy getting your hands on a pair of return tickets to Geneva? Well, you can. Listen carefully, though. Don't listen. Just listen to what I'm about to say. Don't muff this up. This is very important. Because we've teamed up with Swiss International Airlines and brand sampling events, and tomorrow morning, this is the important bit, not today, Tomorrow morning, from 7.30, we'll be handing out goodies around Liverpool Street and Canary Wharf. Now, Chris, when it says we'll, it doesn't mean me and you, does it? Because I'm busy tomorrow morning. No. Okay, good. It'll be, it'll be someone else representing LBC 97.3. Yes. Okay. Inside ten of the bags, you will find a pair of return flights to Geneva. But don't worry if you don't get the tickets. All the bags contain some fabulous products and offers from Carline, C2, View Cinemas and Vitabiotics energy drinks. So, get down to Liverpool Street or Canary Wharf tomorrow morning from 7.30 and you could be jetting off to Geneva with London's LBC 97.3. So tomorrow just to morning. clarify, yes. it's not today. No. It's tomorrow. No, we believe that some people may have gone down today. It's tomorrow. Okay.
Should be a lot of fun, that, though. Should be a lot of fun. 0870 A little recap. What have we talked about? Well, uh, we talked about France. And there's more to be said about France, but we, we can... That will come out as the conversation proceeds. Basically, my hotel room was in the lobby. That's weird. Weird. Um, we've mentioned uh, going to see Fonzie and Bobby Davro in pantomime, being coughed on uh, by loads of kids, and how I've now got a kid's cold, but it, it, it multiplies into an uh, adult's cold, surely. We've talked about Grizzly Adams, and odd years, um, Mr Sylvester, who works it, and who uh, we've got a lot of time for, Mr Sylvester, always looks smart and got us free Christmas trees. You can't argue with those two facts. Those are two facts, and they are good things. But, was, uh, was genuinely concerned, borderline tears... I would say, that next year is going to be an odd year. And it sits very uncomfortably with him. Do you feel the same? Do you think that you only have good years when it's an even year? 0870-9090-973. Dave, what's your view on the odd year, even year? All right, then, how do it? I'm all right, David. Good, good, good. Um, how old is Mr Sylvester Geezer? Uh, I would say he's about 38, 40... 40 so you're saying 40... Me. He's spent 19 or 20 years of his life living in fear. Yes. That's horrendous. That's half of his life, four, 20 years, uh, in pure fear and having a miserable year. What's all that about? Well, it's, it's, a, it's a nonsense, but I, I, before I diss him too much, because I do like him, and this, is, you know, this isn't a personal attack, before I diss his ideology too much, I want to know if anyone else is aff affected by the prospect of it being an even year, whether that's... Uh, you know, he might have a genuine reason for believing this. Ah, it's a wrong one. Half your life. Stressed. Can't be having that, can you? So, Dave, you're always chilled, are you? Oh, I am now, yeah. What, you say now? Why, what, what happened to make you chilled? Oh, I'm just, just enjoying my life. Be chilled. There's no point. What's the point of moaning and being feared and stressed out about everything? Wow. Just be cool. You're like the Buddha. No, I'm not the Fonz. You're, correcto mundo. <laughs> Hey, man, the Fonzie in the pantomime was fantastic. Oh, there's Fonzie in the pantomime? Oh, yes, Fonzie in the pantomime. Where was the Eh? Where was the pantomime? Huh? Where? It was Wimbledon. Wimbledon? How cool is that? Yeah, yeah, it was brilliant. It's well worth going to see. And wow. I didn't get freebies. I paid, and I'm still picking it up. I'm having that. Yeah. David, listen, thank you for that. There we go. Uh, he he's very chilled. So that's good news for everyone concerned. Jackie, are you always chilled? Not always, Ian, no. But I try to be as chilled as I can be. It's hard work sometimes, though, being chilled, it, isn't it? It is, yeah. It gets a bit boring. It does get a little bit boring. So, <laughs> I th I, I'd like to be chilled, but I thrive on stress. Mm. Stress, I'm, and I don't like it. I don't, I'd, I'd rather no. not have it. But I can't get things done, and I can't function properly, or, or finish things, unless I'm stressed out. Yes, and I'd rather have my wine chilled than myself chilled, to be honest. Oh, I see what you've done there. Well done. <laughs> I don't drink, so I'm screwed. Anyway, Jackie, what can I do for you? I'm just calling about odd and even numbers, Ian. Yeah, go on. And I agree with you, Mr Sylvester. Not totally about a whole year oh. being bad, but certainly even years are better, even numbers are better. Well, well, well okay. Well, let's, 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 start with, um, let's start with the years. Why are even years better than odd years? Just, just the whole feel of it. It's much nicer to be even. The whole even, feel of it? it is... Yeah, even... Getting up in the morning, yeah. I won't get up unless it's on an even number, my clock. The last right. digit has to be an even number. You're ill, aren't you? I'm not. This, uh, I'm I mean, this, minute in bed. this is, um, this is some kind of OCD. You've got the OC disorder, haven't you? 
I haven't, no. It's some, it, well, no, uh, seriously, I'm not, I, I'm not saying, Nick, it sounds like some form of obsessive compulsion, to the fact that you, you, uh, you feel uh, more uncomfortable when it's an odd number. Mm. And if I get up, and I've got out of bed and I've looked at the clock and it's an odd number, I'll have a bad day. Bad things happen. Horrible things happen. How old are you? 41. 41? Yeah. Well, so, so, and you're going to be 41 for part of next year? Yeah. So you've got an odd year and an odd age? Yes. So it's going to be... I can't wait till 42, yeah, that's right. It's going to be awful for you. <laughs> yes. You're, you're actually, you're, you're probably a little bit younger than Mr Sylvester by a couple of years. How yeah. do... Wh- where do you think this comes from? I don't know, to be honest. Oh. I don't know. No, don't know. All right, Jackie, listen, thank you for that. Chris, can we get Mr Sylvester up here after the news at half past four? I'll try. Would you, whoa, whoa. I know he's busy doing stuff. Um, but, um, tell him it's important. Tell him it's, um, tell him we've, oh, tell him we've got, oh, I know we do, get him up here. Tell him we've got a company up here that wants to pay for it to do a podcast. I'll tell him some tinsel's fallen off the Christmas the, tree. The Christmas, yeah, the excellent stuff. Uh, but, tell him just after half past four, and that he needs to come up and fix it in the studio. And also, why are there no decorations in the studio? Why, why, why you know, all there is, is a bauble that's on the table behind a monitor. That's it. There's a bauble hanging off Helen's mic. That's it. Why there should be tinsel around the LBC, tinsel around the clock. We should have a little tree here. Yes, it might be a fire hazard, but that's what makes Christmas so exciting, the, 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 the prospect of potential death. Well, seeing as you're not bringing, you're using your Christmas decorations at home, bring yeah. them in. I haven't got any. Really? I might have a few. Bring them in. No. Please? No. Pretty please? No. John is, uh, on the Gypsy Hill. No, I'm in Brixton now, I'm afraid. Uh, how are you, all right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this, this 2007, I think, I think some people are just like too superstitious and they just read too much into things all the time because, uh, it'd be every other year in his case, wouldn't it? Well, that's, yes, that's Every the other year would be a bad year. Do you think that's stretching it a bit? Well, that's the point that we're making, yes. Yeah. And I mean, and it's things like with numbers. I mean, I was just messing about. I mean, you saw like, uh, 2007, if you sort of divide it by nine, you get 233. If you add them together, that equals seven. You know, you can get sevens popping up everywhere. Sevens are considered lucky by most people. Anyway. I mean. Yes, he considers, and I, I did hear this again, he considers them to be most unlucky. Why? Is it just a feeling he's got, or is there some rationale behind that? Uh, I don't know if there's any rationales behind it, but I'll, uh... I couldn't see that, could you? I mean, no. you know, every other year Ooh. is a bad year, I yes. mean... Our last caller agreed with him, though. See, that's what I'm saying. Some people can... I mean, it's like statistics. You can make of it what you will, you know? You can mess about with numbers and say, oh, like, if it's an odd number, if I add them all up and they're odd, then you can change the rules slightly when you add them up. Do you, you know walk... I mean? yeah. Do you walk under ladders? Yeah, I'll walk under a ladder. I do not. I was, I was in... I, must I, think, I don't walk under a ladder if somebody's on it. All right, good luck. But if it's um, just a ladder standing yeah. there, then yes, shut I'll up. walk under it. Shut up. I was um, in, shut up. I was in Muswell Hill the other day, and there were two ladders blocking the pavement. And yeah. the number of people, including me, uh, that walked, ar- went into the road to avoid yeah. walking underneath the ladders. Now, that's odd, isn't it? No, no, yeah, but no. there's a logic behind that, yeah. because uh, things falling from ladders if people are on them. So if nobody's on them, it's just, it's just a normal reflex thing. You would walk around it. You would r- walk around an obstacle. You normally do that. But a ladder isn't an obstacle, because you could... No, no, but I'm saying, was there anybody on it? I mean, being seated, you, you, you would act as if there was somebody up there and something could fall. Ever stayed in a hotel where the room is in the lobby? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but what I'm saying is, you know, a ladder is because normally there's someone up there and people are told not to walk under ladders yes. for a safety thing because something could fall okay. on their heads. I mean, if you had a heart attack, you'd probably walk under a ladder. Shut up. I think, I think if you're not up. walking under a ladder for bad luck, you're Shut walking up. under a ladder not to get hurt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shut up. It's slightly different. Shut up. Ever stayed in a hotel where your room is in the lobby? Right. So? Well, it was in the lobby. What was in the lobby, sorry? Your room. Right. So, what about that? I can't, I can't see that's a problem. Oh, I got you this. I missed that. Is that what you're talking about when you to your lady friend? Hello? Hello? He's gone. So, there we go. <laughs> Talk about what's going on there, but I, I enjoyed it. Uh, mm. uh, Jessica, that was fun, wasn't it? Well, it was really. I'm almost going to kind of follow on from that guy. But... Oh, I wouldn't. Oh, There's no need to. Now, listen, I've, because uh, of that, I have to uh, take a break. Fair enough. And then come back for 30 seconds. So this call is going to be, like, split into loads of little sections. Uh, can you dig that? Yeah. Excellent. I don't want you to feel that this is in any way a snub or a slight on you. I wouldn't think that. OK, we'll start the conversation properly after this. If you've just missed that bit of it. OK, so here we have, Jessica, the awkward, slightly stumbly 30-second part of the conversation. I'll tell you what we could do. Could you tease up uh, what it is you're going to talk about so that the rest of London will keep listening after half-past four and not switch over to Danny Baker? Um, I'm guessing that you're sort of saying that you didn't have a lot of sex in France because you got paranoid about people hearing you. Oh, blimey. And I sold a flat last year for exactly the same reason. OK, well, d no, stop, stay there. Oh, it's going to get mucky after half past four. I don't know if I can listen to this. OK, right, Jessica. Hello, Jessica. Hello. I've got Mr Sylvester in the studio with me. Who's that? Yeah, who, yeah, who are <laughs> you, indeed? Showbiz. What are you... Right, he, well, he's very, very important here. He gets the free Christmas trees. Okay. And things like that. Uh, and you are in charge of Christmas decorations. Okay, why are you here? Let's, let's have a... No decorations in the studio. What's that about? Uh, it's due to health and safety, oh, unfortunately. We can't have decorations in here. Certainly nothing touching a microphone and no lights. Right. So, wow. if we put it outside... Everyone enjoys it. Okay, you sound butch on the radio. It's sounding, sounding good in my ears. Really? Now, what's this nonsense? <laughs> Jessica, what did you want to talk about? You wanted to talk about sex, didn't you? Yeah, but. Well, I fabulous. Mind, I don't mind talking about Christmas decorations. In our oh, office, God. we're not oh. allowed to turn the Christmas off our computers for the same reason, health and safety. Yes. And we're not allowed to plug in the lights ourselves. G good, as, as okay. it shouldn't be. And we, I think we should ban the word Christmas because it's offensive. Yeah. To, to Chris, because he's getting no presents this year. Season's greetings. Merci beaucoup. Now, we'll talk about your, your sex in a minute, Jessica, and, and, and what gets you going. But first of all, Paul... Yes. Years. This is, and this is true. This isn't... I overheard... Yes, I overheard a conversation, uh, but you don't like odd years... Unless it's a five. Here we go, here we go. Because five is kind of like an even <sighs> odd number... But the number seven is just a rubbish number... Right. ...and it just doesn't sit nicely. Yes. Two, nice, sounds nice. Yes. Four great. Yes. Six is great. Zero, lovely round number. Right. Seven. You know you're insane. You know that's, that's, that's the, the talk of a ramblings of a mental person. It's a bit like when your alarm goes off at seven o'clock in the morning, you lay there for a couple of minutes, yes. you never get up on 7.03, no, do you? No. You wait for 7.04, or even better, 7.05. But five is an odd number, Paul. But it's kind of a, ra it's a semi-round odd number. 
Right. If anyone knows, right, and this is serious, if, and you, you genuinely just, believe this, feel, don't you? Yeah, you know, it just doesn't, 2007 doesn't look nice. This isn't you putting on an act. This is, you no, genuinely no, believe I, this, because no, this I, is a real conversation I ever 2003 was rubbish as well. Right. 2001, okay. lots of bad things happened in the world. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing at September the 11th. <laughs> I'm laughing at that. That's a sackable offence. Right, if you're listening to this and you think this fella's a fruitcake, or, better still, yeah. this fella knows, th this guy is saying what I've been thinking for years but haven't had the guts to say. 0870 uh, Steve, you've just called in then. What have you, do you agree with Mr Sylvester or do you think it's nonsense? I absolutely, completely agree. Oh, excellent. God. Why, go on. Well, I have the same problem, but it's more with the radio. I can't listen to a radio that's on an odd volume number. <gasps> no, oh, in the car, odd yes. frequency. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that as well. No, odd volume number, absolutely, it's got to be 20 or 22. <laughs> not twenty. translate to years, yeah, of course it does. But, but, but why, where does this come from? You know this is a, a, an illness, don't you, Steve? It's a bit OCD, yes, possibly. All right, don't get defensive. I'm not having a go. I'm just saying you're a bit we weird. Little, uh, we all have a little foibles here, don't we? Yes. My, my foibles aren't uh, quite as bizarre as that. Steve, listen, thank you very much for that. Well, there you go. It's, well, it's one on your, your No, side. car stereos very much. It's like the TV remote. I can never have it on 21 or 23, 22, or 20, or 24. I, no, I'm trying to think. I do have things that bother me, but they're not numbers like that. I'm trying to think what, um, what makes me... Uh, uh, Vicky, do you, do you agree or disagree with Mr Sylvester? I agree with him. Oh, all the freaks right. are coming out to today. No, it's not. True. Go on. Um, well, what do you want me to say? Do, what, what, it, 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 has 2006 been a good year? Is 2007 going to be a bad year just because of the numbers? Well, no, I'm actually hoping it will be opposite, but the thing about the five and... Being a uh, semi-round number. <laughs> something like that. Uh, Jackie, <laughs> what she said about, um, with the alarm clock, though. So oh, yes. I wait for the odd numbers. Right. Oh. Um, you, oh, so you're, you're like, um, Bizarro like Sylvester. You, you, you're the com complete opposite of him. <laughs> well, yeah, but I agree with, hi with his uh, theory. Okay, Vicky, thanks very much for that. It's These... a bit like, what was that guy who predicted bad things would happen in certain years? The world Nostra Nostradamus. That's the chappy. You're, hang on. You're saying you're like Nostradamus? <laughs> no. Jeez, what is this? This but guy is, is really high up in management. He doesn't, he's a fruitcake. The only good thing about 1999 was the Prince song. Frederick is in Stockwell. Hello, Frederick. Good afternoon, Ian. I look at things through car numbers. What? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse us laughing at you, Frederick. We just we laughing also... with laughing with. No, at. Okay. I was I was definitely laughing at. No, it's rather, rather strange. Yes. Um, the best, the most successful Peugeot was the two o five. The 206 uh, is a very pretty sort of reinterpretation, but going away from the practicality of the 205. Yeah. And, of course, the 206 has, I think, brake lights that take about an hour to change because, for some reason, they engineered it peculiar at the back. Yes. And the new one is the 207, and I've tried, I've tried all, all three cars, but the 207 doesn't look quite right. It looks no. as though it's sloping forward. So, hang on, what you're saying, well, I don't understand what you're saying. We're, we're talking about sort of even numbers and year numbers. Right. Now, they have brought out a very oddball car with a sliding door, which is called a 1007, which is a very odd number, oh. a very peculiar number for a car, and it's a very right. peculiar car. Right. Yeah, I've just cut him off. I've just cut him off, because that, even that Bad was... karma, though, 1007. Well, if you've got a 402 or a 204, that would be enough. 205, that's good. Got an email from you. You know, do you know Alex Charles? Yeah. Yes. 
I put the, uh, the bauble on the microphone. Do not tell Mr. Sylvester I'll be in big trouble. There's a bauble out there. Is there? Yeah. Oh. That's Lady Alex did that. As long as John Lewis get it back, that's fine. Uh, Marina, you right, can you stay until about quarter, till the quarter yeah, two? Yeah, You're fine, because yeah. we've got a lot of calls from, from mentals. <laughs> All right, yeah. Marina. Hello. Yes. Go, turn your radio off, love. Hiya. Yes. Uh, uh, I'll say, yes, turn, turn your radio off and then talk to us. Oh, hi, hi, straight to air. Um, no, I was going to ask, does Sylvester work in, in uh, LBC? It's Mr. Sylvester. Mr. Sylvester. And, do you know, I've seen them around, but I've never seen them do any work. Mr. Sylvester, do you do any work here? I have been known to. Yes. Hi, okay, because I just wanted to know, why are you working at 97.3? Because yes. they're all odd numbers. Yes. I got sacked from Heart 106.2. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, you see, full of, uh, uh, home of the hits. Is it Home of the Hits? What's their tagline? Uh, more music variety. More music variety, yes. Home of the Hits is, uh, is the other one. Shall I just take, uh, 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 let's just take one of these. Hang on a second. Line five, what, what do you think about Mr Sylvester and odd years and even years? I think that there's some truth in it. Go on, is that Barry? Yes. Go on then, Barry. Hello, well, look, 1939, war broke out. Exactly. <laughs> 1955. I married my Margaret. <laughs> oh, is that a good year or a bad year, Barry, then? Well, it was a good year for her, but not so good for me. No, no. And not for, so good for all the ladies who I was trying to beat off with a, sh with a dirty <laughs> stick. Yes, 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 with a shovel, yes. 2005. Yes. <laughs> Margaret leaves me for Pakistani fella from the Building Society. There again. 2005, she come back to me and all the money. And it's an, so that's a semi-round number. Yes, 2005, oh God. Okay, Ian says no to <clears throat> Christmas lights. Yes. 2006, Ian to say yes to inviting me no. to the party. Right, you're not allowed to come to the party. To the party. You're not coming to the party next Friday. Yes. But we, we've got, we've got some, some of the callers and listeners are coming in next week. But right, we, okay. we've reached our quota of yes. old people. Get rid of Yasser, don't bring him, let Barry no, come No, no, right, that's... Yes, yes no. might be a gesture. No, 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 that's from Mrs Weston, who's in charge of Christmas trees, so I'm going to have to cut you off, Barry. <laughs> no. No, you can't come in. Night, night. Out of order. Bye. Out of order. Yeah. Out of order. <laughs> Yes, he's not having that. Don't encourage that. We've got. Well, I've got. To, let's take these last two calls. Oh, Jessica, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm oh. just listening and learning. Don't worry. Do you? Can you wait? Yeah, no problem. Okay, thank you. Just want to talk about sex. I'm trying to avoid it because it's not. A... Gary. Hello. Yes, you're on the air. I, I want to agree about the uh, the odd and even numbers. Everyone's agreed with you, man. I apologise. I told you. I apologize. Everyone thought I was a freak when I accidentally yeah. said this in passing in the office yes. about my worry. Yeah. I just saw it written down. It just didn't look pretty. I've written it on my list of things to about Mr. Sylvester hates odd years, yes. and it turns out that I'm the I'm the weird one. Why do you hate it, Gary? Oh, he's well, good, isn't he? They're, they're definitely unlucky. The worst one of all is I think any number that ends in one. So oh one, twenty one, thirty one, forty one. Yeah, etc. They're, the, they're the the far the worst. Don't like threes and nines. <laughs> 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 this is actually going out on the radio. Is I it, do uh, hope HR aren't listening. Uh, HR. Well, right, well, Gary, why why years ending in ones? Are they, why are they particularly bad? I've always had um, bad things happen. I'm sorry I, to hear that. I had a nasty bike crash in uh, oh, God, 1981. I'm, I'm, I'm very sorry. And uh, well, I recovered. Oh well, in that case, I'm not that bothered. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I mean, I, I can't remember all of them now, but I know it's, it's always, anything uh, bad, there's always a one on the end. Okay, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> you see, Nina would have got to number one if she'd had a round number of red balloons. And yes, a hundred red balloons. Yes, line ten. <laughs> you see, Nina... Hello. Yeah, you're on the yeah. air. Lovely. 
world is geezers on about. Are they mental or something? I think they might be mental or something. You, you realise it's nonsense, don't you? Yeah, it is nonsense. Total and utter rubbish. There we go. Good lad. Good argument. Good solid argument. Uh, let's, let's take one more call on this, then we'll let you get back to, to, to your baubles. Uh, yes, line one, you're on the air. Dave, you shut up your band. It's bad, I'm not having that. Talking of odd. Yes. Oh, Jessica, can you come back after this news? Well, I'm losing the will to live. Me too. Don't worry, we'll have your mucky channel. Paul, thanks for that. It turns out you're not so much of a fruitcake as I thought you were. I'm not a freak and I'm not mental. And the one person that disagreed with you sounded a bit rough. Yeah. So you did well. Paul, thanks very much for that. It's been a pleasure. Off you go and do something with some tinsel. I'll just rearrange my bottles. Good lad. Right. Now, Jessica, you want to talk about sex? Well, really, kind of about sex, but about not having sex. Okay, right, know. I've got to go to a break. We'll come back to you in about three minutes. All right. Thank you. Oh, she sounded really knocked off, didn't she? Christmas Eve. It turns out maybe I'm the idiot. Maybe I'm the mental one, because most of you uh, agree with Mr. Sylvester, who's a very nice uh, chap. Uh, took that in very good sport. The fact that we were so... <laughs> Chris has just done his hair in a ponytail. Chris and I are growing out here. Hence the Grizzly Adams conversation earlier. Uh, and Chris has, has, for the first time ever, got a little ponytail. But it's like, do you remember in the 80s? I remember uh, being, like, 10 and a kid having this. Uh, you, you, you'd have, like, short hair, but then you'd have, like, a little pigtail at the back. That's all. Just that little bit. And it'd be shaved around it. It, it kind of looks like that. Looks, it looks good, man. It looks good. Well done. Well done. Well done. Um, but yes, that last 15 minutes was all about Mr Sylvester thinking that odd years are bad years. Uh, well, maybe, well, and Barry mentioned uh, an interesting thing, for his idiot son called in, that the, the, the war started in an odd year. Maybe so, if someone, I tell you what, if you're listening and you've got some time on your hand, two things I need you to do. First thing is I need someone to write a blog for the show. That'll be good. And if you don't know what a blog is, go to lbc.co.uk. We have to write them, uh, to summarise each show. So if you write one and email it in, ian at lbc.co.uk, uh, and the best one will get published on the LBC website uh, 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 after the show. So get them in before six o'clock. Uh, but also, if you've got some time on your hand, another thing you could do is uh, correlate odd years with bad things to see if it, if it adds up, if it tallies up, or if it's just guff. Uh, 0870 9090973 is the phone number. Uh, Jessica, sorry, we've kept you waiting now. You've been on the line for 24 minutes. I'm sorry, it's all yours. It's yours now. Um, well, I just heard you about, sort of, 22 minutes ago. Yeah. Saying about when you were in France. Yes. And you were in a lobby. That my room was, my hotel room was in the yeah. lobby. And that put you off there. Well, uh, no. Oh, let's be, be careful now. Uh, it meant we had to be quiet. Yeah, well, that's my point. Yes. Um, I think that you do have to be quiet for the sake of other people. But once someone, did anyone point out to you that you had to keep quiet because you were allowed in the first place? Did they say you're being too loud, be quiet, or were you just quiet out of courtesy? Just quiet out of embarrassment. There yeah. was, you know, there was an attempt, and then it was like, well, should we stop, because it's a bit, quiet, yeah. a bit noisy. But you don't really realise the kind of noise that you're making. Um, about a year and a half ago, before I lived in this flat that I live in now, yes. um, I had another flat. And somebody, one morning, the neighbour from downstairs, yes. quite, they were quite new flats. He knocked on the door and um, sort of said that, you know, um, it was a bit too noisy. Oh, no. Yeah. So the minute that someone points that out to you, you become so paranoid that the best thing to do is move. 
Um, no, and you moved. Flat. Seriously, literally within a week of him having that conversation, we put this flat, you know, that flat on the market and moved into this one. Were you, were you, uh, I mean, do you, because some people It are... wasn't that really, I didn't even realise that, you know, I mean, I, I like to think about other people. Um, you know, you've got to be polite. You think about other people when you're doing it? Well, no, no, but, you know, you do think of the consequences for other people sometimes. Yes. And, and take that into consideration. And if you do that, then that's okay, but if you're not aware of that and then someone points it out to you, it's even worse. I think... It makes I, I, I'm never going to have sex again. I don't think anyone has got the right to go round to a house. Unless it's like 24 hours a day, seven yeah, days a week. Yeah. No one has the right to knock on someone else's door and say, could you keep it down a bit? Well, Your sex did. is too loud. You know, and I thought, I don't want to have this conversation, but I'm going to have to have the conversation. You should have told him to get lost. Well, no, but, um, we did, I thought, we'll get lost. Let's, us get lost. Oh, out no. Of it's the only answer. At least you were only in a hotel. It's not sort of, you know, a permanent thing. But, but it was anyone... it was in the lobbying. You could have, you know, yeah. there could have been a moment where we walked out and everyone, you know, given us a round of applause or, or held up yeah. scorecards or something. You can only really have loud sex if you lived in some sort of detached house. I once, a while ago, uh, I live on a, in, in a flat and it's got a loft conversion in the flat. Mm -hmm. So we've gone upstairs. Um, and, uh, had... Uh, very, it was very loud sex. Yeah. Uh, very loud. You know, sometimes it's good, and we've got to be careful, it's ten to five, I, uh, where there are young ears listening, but sometimes it's good, isn't it, to, uh, to, to be noisy. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of r refreshing and freeing. And uh, very, very loud. And then finished, and we're sort of lying there and whatever, uh, and we could hear sort of murmuring, and I realised the, bed the bedroom window was open, mm -hmm. and downstairs were having a barbecue, and we could hear them murmuring to each other, so they would definitely have been able to hear, hear us... <laughs> Doing, um... I think that some people are sort of exhibitionists about it, but if you're not, yeah, and, and you're, you're still putting on the show for other people, it's oh. best to I wouldn't, yes, I wouldn't put on a show for other people. I don't get the people that do it outside, but where there's a risk of, of being caught, because, yeah. um, that doesn't... But other people seeing my horrible body going up and down, or yeah. side to side, whatever is happening, doesn't, uh, th that doesn't turn me on at all. I just don't think you can have loud sex in your own house, really. Wow. Jessica, that's, uh, th thank you very much for holding on. Okay. It's very sad you think that. Um, and, yeah, you, you, but hey, in the new year, we can talk about this properly, can't we, Chris? We can, like, be, like, filthy from nine till ten. Clive can be properly filthy for after midnight. See, after midnight is, uh, t twelve till one is, is the only hour on radio you're allowed to be filthy. I've got that gig sewn up. Uh, well, yeah, Bill's, Bill's a little bit raunchy, isn't he? Hey, if Clive Ball takes time off, can I have his three hours as well? So we can do, like, six-hour shows. Can we do that? Can we put that, that in to the management? I want to get paid for it as well, obviously. But if Clive takes time off, I want to fill in his three hours, do, like, a six-hour show-a-thon or uh, something. Mark's in the Dagenham. Ian. Oh, God, that's a deep voice. Hello, Mark. I want to kill you. It's me. Oh, you're that fella, yes. How you doing? All right, mate? Uh, I don't know what I did with that. I've got... Um, this isn't you, is it? Don't you care to Who worries? No, that's not it, is it? You're no, right. I've done the uh, Hey Little Hen in a really deep voice, remember? Um... Hey, little hen, when, when, when will you make me an egg for my tea? Something like that, anyway. Oh, the, oh. I want to kill you. Kill you. <laughs> kill you. Kill you, kill you. Yes, there we go. That's you. I right. found it. Very good. Listen, I have, I have trouble in the mornings, yes. right, with looking at the clock. Yes. And it's always 11, 11. Oh, yeah. 
More often than not, it's 11, 11. Now, I was listening years ago, and I can't remember, it just, it just clicked in my mind, about something Yuri Geller was saying about that, that figure. Oh, that idiot, yes. Yeah, he said about 11, I always have to seem a little problem with 11, 11. It's strange. Every time more often I look at the clock, it's 11, 11. I don't know why. I went through a thing of looking at the clock, and it was 11, 11, or 12, 12, or 1, 1. You it's know, peculiar. Like... It's really peculiar. But what was Geller saying about it? I don't know. There's some, some significance in it, but I can't remember what you were saying. I can remember vaguely listening to it. I was, I was on the radio or something like that, and I can't remember years ago, and there was some, some significance in it. He's uh, Britain's greatest bender. <laughs> of sp- of spoons. Let me finish. Of spoons, isn't he? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen him bend a spoon up close, and it's an. It's used, to a- used to advertise fags. You're a Geller. Used to advertise fags. Used to advertise fags. Yeah. Did he really? He was. He used to sit there smoking, you know, all his body in there because he was a bit of a model and sit there advertise fags. I did. I know he used to advertise pants years ago before he was. Uh, he's an, he's yeah. a very nice fella, you Geller. I've met him. I met him quite a few times. A really nice bloke. Yeah. Uh, very funny bloke. I'm not sure I'd, I'd, I'd totally buy into, you know, what he claims to do, but, um... Go on, some, something else as well while we're on the subject. Yeah, go talk on. about the first book, talk about the wars. Now, I'm not really a historian, I don't no. really know much about the war, no. but... Wasn't there something in... The, in the beginning of the First World War, what yeah. caused it was someone, I think, getting assassinated, if I'm not too It was, sure. uh, Franz Ferdinand. Yeah. Yes. But the car, there was something, it was, it was in a car, wasn't it? Right. Now, apparently, the registration of that car corresponded to the beginning, the date of the Second World War started. Mark, you've just blown my mind. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll find out if that's true. Gotta go. Ho, ho! Okay, let's, can, can we have my burly down to about halfway down, because I'm going to play some music here. Where, um, here we go. So we're just about the post office music. For ages, literally this second. This very second. Uh, an email uh, from the guy whose wife is responsible for the advert that uses his music. There's another version we've got as well. We've got this. Uh, dude, another version attached. Not exactly what they play on the phone line, but better than the last one I sent you. Brilliant. We'll, we'll get that on the computer, we'll play it tomorrow. However, my wife has spoken to the composer. He's up for speaking to you on the wireless, so no doubt he can send you what you want. Come on! Yes! This is great! Turn the music up, Gary! Let's rock out! Like the filth we are! Oh, then it comes down a bit there, didn't it, Sarah? So it's going to climax there. A bit embarrassing. Right, turn it off. Like, no, I'll, I'll, I'll button to do that. I've no it's gone. Right. Uh, okay, well, brilliant. We're going to get a composer on the show. That'll be exciting. Um, I uh, thought we got what we want. No, we haven't. Ah. This, this, right, what we've got, this is the music they play on the phone. Right, which is nice and soft. Yeah. This is the music from the advert. Which Lady Alex has looped, so you can hear- if you listen, you can hear a postman walking. Here we go, are we ready? There. Yeah. There's a postman doing something. And then it goes all kind of, like, proggy, listen. But it's got- you can hear the postman walking along. What we want is this, but in CD quality. Oh, I saw the best ba- Oh, God, I haven't got the CD with me. Tomorrow I'm bringing the CD in. I saw, in France, the best band in the world. The best band in the world. Better than uh, y- your Beatles, uh, Radiohead, Gorillaz. Better than all of those. And they were busking on the Paris Metro. It's, it's like the underground, but not as yeah. good. Uh, and they were busking, uh, and they were so good, I bought a CD off them. I actually bought a CD from some buskers. What are they called? Cabaret Slave. <laughs> yeah. Are they not French? No, I don't know. No, they're Russian. I think they're Russian. Or Ukrainian. There's something... 
How know, much was that? Soviet. 23 euros. It's about 18 quid. It was worth it. I, li- I listened to it last night. I got home last night, I put it on, and it's the first time in about a year I put an album on and listened to it all the way through. It is fantastic. And I, I-, I won't describe the music. I'll bring the CD in tomorrow. But they were busking on the underground. And it was so good, I stopped, took some pictures, filmed a little bit on my camera, and the woman came round with the CDs and went, yeah, I'll have one of them. I'll have one of them. I never bought a CD of a busker. Fantastic. We're playing it in tomorrow. They're the Cabaret Slave, are the, uh, 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 supported by, sponsored by LBC 97.3. I said that now. We've done it. So. That better not be my Christmas present. Who's that singing? Is that Gary singing? It's Helen. Oh, is it? It's a little bit off-putting, actually. Helen, so. Yeah, carrying it on, he's a bit awkward. No, it's not your present. Your present has arrived. Oh. You are right, Chris? Yeah, yeah, sorry, I just had a bad hand at one, though, but never mind. I thought you just dropped one. No, no, no. It sounded like you... Well, I rang ages ago, I forgot that you... I thought you'd forgotten all about me. No, you... No! no. So I was hoping that you'd hang yeah. up, but you didn't, you're still there, so we'll, we'll come to it. you well, now. No, it was just, um... Anyway, D- L- Lino says, at the end of the day, I think she died. That's no help. Not at all. Christmas cleaning. Oh, my God, I can't believe I'm ringing you to say this. What? I've got a month off work. A month? Her, well, yeah, till Christmas, well, till New Year. And her and is making me clean the flat while she's at work. Good, as, as, it, as it should be. It's very satisfying cleaning the flat. Actually, it is, yeah. It's good, it's a good feeling, man. Yeah. It's hard work and it's daunting. Once you've done it, mwah! Mm, but the fact is, she makes lots of money, so I really should, shouldn't I? I would love to be a kept man. I would <laughs> love... I work as well. Oi, 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 I work as well, but you just earns a fat load more than I do. Okay, well, that's fine, and that's, that's, that's... Yeah, so... But I she's still probably like, earning... Yeah, she's I cleared still... all the computer, I cleared everything up. You cleared the computer? Untangled all the, all the wires and everything, you know, yes. cleared all the dust away. Yeah. And, um, I just want to make sure that you and all your listeners do have a bag of frozen peas in the freezer. Okay? Uh, yeah, I've got a bag of frozen peas now, Good just man. in case of the, the, the banjo. Good man. Yes. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, Chris. Too careful. Thank all you right. for that. See you then. Bye-bye. That's, if, if you don't get that reference, tough. if you do get that reference, well done you. <laughs> Hello, Morel. Hello, Ian. How you doing? I'm all right. I've, I, I forgot I discovered the best band in the world. Tell me, tell me, who are they? Cabaret Slave. I can't say any more. I'll bring the CD in tomorrow. So, run that past me again? Cabaret Slave. Cabaret Slave. They're Ukrainian. Uh-huh. They were busking. Uh-huh. There's about eight of them. Right. Best band in the world, better than the Beatles. I'm bringing the CD in tomorrow. Oh, well, we'll it, it will blow your mind. What sort of music? Can't say. Oh, you can give us a taste. No, no. Okay. No, I'm going to bring it tomorrow and I'm going to blow everyone's mind. Right, we'll all be we'll be standing there with our ta- um, our, our CD recorders. Yes. Can you get CD recorders? I guess you can do, but I don't know if you can record the radio straight onto a CD recorder. I don't mm. quite know how that. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you our phone. Yes. Okay. Why is it? I hope yes. I can say this on the radio. The more expensive the car, the bigger the dick. No, you can't say that on the radio. I can't say that on the radio. No. Can I? Why is it? You mean the bigger the idiot? Yes. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Go on. Um, why is it, the more expensive the car, right, you're not going to believe this, Ian. Yes. Well, I think it was a BMW or a, one of these pathetic cars, anyway. Yes. He had a DVD player, right, what? in the front when he was driving, yeah. attached to the dashboard, and he was watching it. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's normal? It's illegal. It's illegal, exactly. Can someone please pick him up? I've got his number plate. No, I'm not well, going to give it out. No, no. no. Um, but, normally you have it in the back for the kids. What was he watching? Right. Oh, I think it was tennis. Tennis? Yeah, t- I don't know if it's DVD or some sort of computer thing, but it was actually attached. You to can the get. You, I've, I have been in cars mm-hmm. uh, where the guy has got a free view box in his car. 
Oh, maybe it was that. And a TV, and you can watch Freeview. Like, very, very small size, like, actually attached to the, the dashboard itself. Attached to the dashboard. Not to the steering wheel, but attached to the dashboard. No, no, yes. I know. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, this idiot was doing just that, wow. just about to go onto the motorway. Yeah. In rush hour. Yeah. I thought to myself, where are your brains? Do you know what yes, I mean? Yes, yes. So, you're an idiot. Idiots. They're very no. naughty. No, we don't condone that. That's bad. You don't, but why, I mean, where, you, what, why do they think that they're not going to end up crushing and killing someone? Do you fancy a quick one? I'm all right. Um, I don't know, because these people are fools. I guess, Morel, and you okay. should report him to the police. I'll leave that to you, Ian. Love to speaking to Thank you. Thank you, Morel. Take care. Bye bye. Oh eight seven zero nine zero nine zero nine seven three is the phone number if you want to take part. Uh, we've had a few uh, blogs in; they've not been very good so far, to be honest. So if you want to get in a decent blog, it doesn't have to be that good to be better than the ones we've had in uh, so far. So if you want to send in a blog uh, and, and have it published on the uh, LBC website. Uh, then email it in to ian at lbc.co.uk. Just kind of a brief description of the show. It can be a few paragraphs, it can be a few sentences, it doesn't really matter. And do you know what? It doesn't even have to be that relevant to what we've spoken about in the show. It can be, you know, we've had a few that I, I don't think, I don't think the people that wrote them actually listened to the show. So it can be about pretty much anything you want. Uh, but just write it, get it in before six o'clock, that's the only, uh, rule, really. Get it in before six, and I'll choose the best one during Triple M, uh, and it'll be on the LBC website by seven. Ian, at lbc.co.uk, uh, to send in your blogs to the show. Terry is in Mile End. Uh, yeah, Ian, I've got the start of Grizzly Adams. Oh, go on then. The, I'll play out. My friend Adams was accused of a crime he didn't commit. Escaped into the mountains, leaving behind the only life that he ever knew. I don't remember it sounding that distorted, but I was a kid. For a greenhorn, and his chances of surviving were mighty slim. Mighty slim. You want some more? Uh, no. Uh, why, how come you've got that? It's on YouTube. Oh, oh man, YouTube is like the new Jesus. It's got the answers to everything. Oh, hang on, yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah. Google, wasn't it? It's got it's the got answers five to... five-star rating as well. Oh, well, I'm digging that out tonight. I'm, did, you, did you used to watch it as a kid? Yes, I did, Did yeah. you... That, okay, this is the interesting question that Helen raised. Did you want to be the bear? Did you want to be Grizzly Adams? Or did you want to hang out with Grizzly Adams? I wanted to be Grizzly Adams. Yes, I think most, I think that most boys did. I wanted to be Grizzly Adams. Just being dirty and rough, uh, but never gentle. Never having to wash. Never having to wash. That was a, b- it's a big thing when you're a kid, isn't it? Never having yeah. to wash. Yeah. Terry, yeah. listen, thank you for that. That's all right, man. Good lad. Cheers, man. Uh, <clears throat> uh, we were talking about Grizzly Adams earlier on, because Chris has never heard of it. Uh, now, Mary. Hello. Mary. I'm so glad you're back. Me too. Although, you know, in the new year, I'm I moved... a wee bit worried about you. Don't be worried about me. No, because, you know, this, we had a terrible tornado and whatever we had, and I thought... No, well, do you know what? I drove up that street today. It's not that bad. It is. Some roofs and stuff came no, off. No, it's not that bad. One building's damaged really badly. Yeah, well, it could have been your building. It was on the gable end, too. Oh. Mary, stay there. I've got I to do this. No, 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 it's time now to get the latest. Latest LBC 97.3 News with Claire Miller. A fifth prostitute has now been reported missing in Suffolk. Hello? What? Am I still there? Yeah. Right. I'm a bit upset that you couldn't get up to... Not upset, really, that you couldn't get up to any monkey business. Because you were near the lobby with your, uh... Is it, is it your girlfriend? It would be, wouldn't it? 
Hello, why were you frightened of making... Well, it's not very nice to hear people grunting and groaning, is it? It's a lot better to be a silent lover. It's more sophisticated. Hello? Hello, yeah. It's a lot more sophisticated to be quiet, anyway. All right, Ian, don't take the mic. What? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Hello. Have a nice time in Paris. This is Mary. Hey, you? <laughs> Big bender with a banyan, big ol'. <laughs> You're going to have some fun stuff in Paris. Pardon? Big bender with a banyan, pickle. Well, I know, that's your voice, isn't it? Big yeah. bender with a pan-yam pickle. Mm. Big bender with a pan-yam pickle. What's a bender? Oh, yeah, that was that thing in the, uh, the wimpy bars. Big bender with a pan-yam pickle. Mm. When you're in the wimpy bar, you get a bender and a pickle. Big <laughs> bender with a pan-yam pickle. Anyway, how did you find Paris? Big bender with a pan-yam pickle. How did you find Paris? Big bender with a pan-yam pickle. Did you visit the Louvre? Pan-yam pickle. No, I suppose not. Pickle. Plenty of benders in Paris. Right, stop. Right, calm oh, down. Yeah. Right, yes, stop right. this now. Right. Yes, there yeah. were lots of wimpy restaurants in Paris, strangely, yes. We did go to no, the... Plenty of benders. Right, right, OK, right. Well, you, he's gone. <laughs> he's gone there. We did... Go, get this. We went to the Louvre, right? Yeah. Which is a bit boring, really. But the interesting thing was, we saw, um... Uh, what do they call that? The Venus de Milo. Yeah. But we took pictures of it. But amusingly, <laughs> we took pictures where you could only see, like, a third of the Venus de Milo. Where we well, had... We took pictures of someone standing in front of the Venus de Milo, but you couldn't actually see the Venus de Milo in you the pictures. You can't see the arms, anyway. No, got no arms. Yeah, uh, and what and about the Mona Lisa? When I saw yeah. the Mona Lisa, you're not allowed to take pictures of the Mona Lisa. Oh. This is very odd. And if they have security there, and if they see you with a camera, it's tiny. If they see you with a camera... <laughs> uh, no, 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 no! No, no, no! They start shouting at you if you've got oh. your camera. So I took a few, and then there was this Japanese guy who got kicked out by the security. And then I was with this Indian guy... I've said the wrong thing, thing here, haven't I? There was this Indian guy who was filming uh, it. He was making, like, a sort of bootleg video of the Mona Lisa. Aye. Aye. And I was with him, and I was saying, what you want to do is you want to you get caught filming it, because that would make a brilliant video. And he bottled out of it. Uh, but, yes, saw the this, Mona Lisa. This is an Indian, Asian man. In, it was in Paris. Anyway, what did you call him oh, for, Mary? No, to wish you that you're back and that your new <sighs> slot will be at what time? Seven o'clock till ten o'clock, Mondays to Fridays. But not till a fortnight, is it? No. Right, that's the song I've written, Chris. Ignore, ignore Mary's bit when we record that record. What? Seven o'clock till ten o'clock, Mondays to Fridays, Fridays. And it starts on January the 8th. Ah, right. But you're still on a Sunday the same time. Still on a Sunday, ten till one, that doesn't change at all. Right. But the new slot is seven o'clock till ten o'clock, Mondays to Fridays, from January the 8th. So you didn't make any love in Paris at all? No. Oh, what a shame. It was a romantic rendezvous, wasn't it? Yes. Oh, what a shame. Not never never mind. Well, next time. No. No. Anyway. What, somebody else? No. Right. Anyway, thanks for calling, <laughs> Mary. Okay. Yes. Mm. What were we there? Racist and homophobic in the space of three minutes. Wow. London's LBC. Home of the hits. Um, uh, Vadim. Hello. Hello, Vadim. Hi. That woman that phoned a while ago... Yes. ...was going on about the guys with the big cars and the... Yes, being an idiot, yes. Being big idiots, yes. Um, watching a DVD on his dashboard. 
Yes. Hasn't she ever heard of Satnav? She probably has, yeah. That's probably what he had. He probably had a Satnav screen. That was showing tennis? What tennis? She didn't know what he was watching. She said it was tennis. No, she said, you asked her what it was, and she said some rubbish, and then she said, no, I think it might have been tennis. Yeah, she said it was tennis, yeah. Well, was she in the car with him? Well, no, but if, if it was a big enough screen to, to, to see it... What, what, Vadim, why are you being so defensive? Have you got a TV in your car? That's none of your business, mate. Thank you, you've just answered my question for me. No, I just think that the guy probably had a sat nav. She took one look at the car, thought, hmm. No, you're, you've got something to hide here, haven't you, Vadim? Why, why don't you believe what she said? I believe what she said. I've seen people driving along watching TVs. Hell, I've been in cars where the driver has thought it impressive to show me his free view box. <laughs> Lucky you. I've seen people eating their breakfast, but I've never seen anyone with a TV screen stuck on the dashboard. Come on, that's a bit daft. You, you, uh, right. uh, well, I don't, Vadim, what is your, what is your point? I don't get your point here. You're phoning up, you're being a bit of an idiot. What is your point? I think that she saw something... No, no that's not your point. That's not your point. That's the, the, your point isn't to, um, say that Morel saw a sat-nav and, and it wasn't a tennis game. Why... I, how can I phrase this so you understand it? Why have you called up? It's not just to diss what Morel said, is it? There's, there's a reason you've called up. What is it? No, it is. I think she's. An, I think she's wrong. No, you're, you, no, you're, you're talking nonsense. We're going to try it a little bit more. Then I'm going to cut you off because you, you're even boring me. I have seen people. You know that you you can get TVs on dashboards in cars. You know it, don't you? Well, yeah, you could. Really so there you go. That. Okay. So we, you've already contradicted what you said a minute ago. So we're getting slightly closer to the reason why you've called in, which is good. I wish you'd just tell it to me. But obviously, there's a reason why you don't want to. Okay. Have you got a television in your car? No. Okay, so you, again, you're, you're, you're slightly contradicting what you said earlier. I didn't say I had a television in my car. You, you said it was none of my business, the implication being that you did have one. Well, I might have done. The implication was whether well, I had one or not. Yeah, you're an, you're an idiot. Hello, Habiba. Hello, Ian. Uh, firstly... I couldn't, you... be, I couldn't be bothered with him. He wasn't No, idiot. I know. Listen, very simply, I saw it on Friday. A gentleman had, uh, I think it was a PS... It's a little thing, it's a games console, but you have TV on it as well. Oh, I was watching sliders on the train over to Right, Paris. well, he had something on, and he was watching it in the traffic jam on the A12 on the way home, and it was a PSP thing, it was in a proper bracket, uh, oh. and it was connected to the car via the cigarette lighter, oh. and you can see through his window, and yes, he did have a nice car, well. but quite frankly, what people have in their car is their business, and what, what they drive well. and how they drive is up to them. Well. You drive a crappy old Peugeot, well, but right. you have a Shut up, because watching TV is illegal and is therefore very dangerous. Okay, I'll let you into a little secret. When I'm stuck in this traffic jam, especially on the M25... I'm you're, about to confess, you're about to confess to breaking a law on the radio. No, right? I'm not, because I'm, the car is actually stationed in the middle of, no, of, of that the motorway. You I know, you, on, the mo on the motorway... Yeah. It doesn't matter whether it's stationary or not. It means you're not concentrating on the road, which means you are contravening the rules. Oh, well, I play Game rules. Boy in the traffic jams, and it's great. Okay. I right. don't mind well, seeing the traffic jams. It's, it's now, illegal. It's illegal, and that's 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 very bad. Yeah, and you shouldn't do it. Um, Ian? Yes, what has got, what has got into Habiba today? Listen, come on now, stop lying. I know you're not going to openly admit what you got up to this weekend, but to tell Mary that you didn't get any hanky-panky... Right, okay, listen, you okay, I, I, I happen to know that people's parents are listening today, so let's... Move away. Move away. Nothing to see here. Ah, Igor, I'm glad you've called up. I am. You know, you know when you came in? Yeah. Before? Yeah. And, um, I think it was you. It might have been someone else. Did Back you, in June. Did you bring some drums with you? Yeah. Okay. What, what make were they? 
Um, we'll make those drums, Crystal. We'll make those drums. Yamaha. Yamaha. Because Chris, well, do you know what model they are? Because Chris wants to yes, get a set. The, Write this down, Chris. This is the. This is what the, 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 the what you're after. DD11. DD11. Okay, because Chris wants to get a set of those. Oh yeah. Okay, that's a good idea. Have a look on. I reckon he should have a look on the eBay instead of getting them new because he could save himself uh, quite a bit of money. Well, we got it from Bootfair for five quid. So. Really? Yeah. You did not get that for five quid. Yeah. Chris, type in Yamaha DD11. Let's have a little look on the. Oh, he's on. He's on the eBay. DD11. Okay. So press press search. He doesn't know how to use um. Maybe it's ten quid, I don't know. Thirty-one quid? Yeah. Thirty-one quid, Chris. Get that. Put, put in a bid for seventy quid, you'll be getting a bargain. So you have that by Tuesday? Yeah. Well, no, it, it's got it's eight days left on the thing, you see. I got something on eBay, my wife got it, it's saxophone. All right. Oh, I heard you, were you playing that on Clive the other night? <laughs> yeah, I just got it that day. But it was, considering you'd only just got it, it was pretty good. I got most of the notes figured out. Oh, yeah, give us, give us a C-sharp. Just a minute. Blimey. Uh, Igor, I've got to take a break. Yeah. Then we'll come back and then we have to go to the news. Do you want to hang around for a bit? Okay. Is that all right? Yeah, sure. Okay, lovely. 0870 uh, is the telephone number. Uh, we'll speak to Igor again after this. Nick Ferrari. You see, you don't know how much one of these would cost new, would you, Igor? Because it's on the eBay, but the thing is, I've once put a bid on eBay for something, an 8-track digital recorder, and it was such a high bid that I could have bought it new, cheaper. Yeah. Because sometimes you get a bit carried away and a bit it's excited with it. It's a drum machine. It's like Argos or something. What? It's really cheap. Drum machine. You looked in Argos, didn't you, Chris? What was wrong with them? They didn't have enough pad, drum pads. Didn't have enough drum pads. Why do you need the same amount? Yeah, why are you copying him? Yeah. My business. Yeah, obviously it's his business. We'll, 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 I'll question him more during the news. Hang on. <laughs> I saw an email from uh, uh, Tony who was staying in the same hotel as me and I did bump into him. Uh, at one point on Saturday night, was it? I think it was, yes. Um, uh, yeah, he says, uh, I thought it was raining outside on Sunday morning. It turned out to be the showers in the upstairs room. What a noisy place. <laughs> it was a weird hotel. Anyway, hey, wow, listen to this, gang. A Rick Mail returns with his hilarious comic creation, Alan Bastard, uh, with London's LBC 97.3. Go on a power trip in the stage version of The New Statesman as Bastard strolls the corridors of power, impeccably pinstriped with nose aloft. Written by Lawrence Marks and Morris Grand, The New Statesman is at the Trafalgar Studios from December the 13th to January the 27th. For tickets, log on to lbc.co.uk or you can call the LBC ticket line on 0870-3800-973. 0870-3800-973. Rick Mail's Alan Bastard in the New Statesman at the Trafalgar Studios with London's LBC 97.3. Igor. Hi. Yes. Yeah, Rick Mail used to be quite good. Uh, yes, yes. He's, uh... You see comic strip. That was good. Uh, yeah, some of the comic strip was good. Some of it uh, was a bit rubbish. Yeah. I, I don't think it stands up. Uh, um, the early ones. Living next door to Mr. Jolly or whatever it was. Peter Cook. Yeah, that was a good one. It's not unusual yeah. to be loved by anyone. When they're going around Trafalgar Square. Yes. You can't do it. It's that. Nicholas Bloody Parsons. <laughs> oh. Yeah, take him out. Take him out. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, you talk about Grizzly Adams. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, I put those Beatles things on from last year on net. What Beatles things? You know, we did, like, Penny Lane. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was uh, igormontenegro.co.uk. Yeah, or just Google Igor. Uh, really? And you come up, do you? Number five. 
Hang on a second. Let's have a look. I don't. I don't believe that for a second. Um, First name. Uh, right, I- Igor. I G O R. Google. Let's have a look. One. So you're not Igor Alexander. No. Igor's homepage. Igor from Montenegro. You're third. Third. I'm third if I just do pages from the UK. Let's see what happens right. if I just search the web. One, two, three, four. Yeah, five if you search the world. Five including Russia. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yes, including Russia. Uh, and third if it just do pages from the UK. Yeah. And it's the first thing I tried to sell is this Christmas song. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> <but> <laughs> oh, yeah, I see the picture of you, yes. Listen, Very if people go to it, don't expect it to, you know, download because they have to send it to the email. Oh, okay. Oh, look, there's loads on it now. Look, you've done, you've done it all up. It looks good. Mm. New, old Lady Madonna, Penny Lane. Yes. This stuff was good. I just couldn't make it work before. What was? What couldn't you make work? No, it's like when you upload to a uh, World Wide Web, you have to do it in the binary, oh. and we didn't know that. Where's is the message board still up there? Nah, took that down. Oh, there's so many, you know, weirdos. Uh, I couldn't filter it quick enough. Yes, there's a lot of yes. You get a lot of fruitcakes. Um. Yeah, should we, we, we should, should we play the Christmas song? If you like, We yeah. haven't played it for a while. We could, Chris, can we play the Christmas song? We've got two weeks left. What are they going to do? Sack me? Um, what did we, oh, what did we put it under? Um, oh, blimey. Hang on a minute. Rip-off. No, it's, um, uh, uh, Chris, what, oh, blimey. Oh, no, hang on. <laughs> no, that's I'll not I'll be out Chris, what, what did we put it under? Oh, here it is. Have a very merry rip of Christmas Santa So his dot com business You won't be coming down your chimneys
Yeah, sorry, I was talking to Chris about learning to play the drums. <laughs> uh, it's good, good there, Eagle, we love that. Yeah, thanks. We were listening, by the way, when we were talking about the drums. We weren't just, we didn't switch it off in the room where we were and go, oh, blimey. Let's have okay, a drums are good, ins- you should do. Well, I'm telling Chris, you should get, uh, yes, elect- electronic drums are, are, are cool, but there's nothing like sitting behind a full kit uh, and bashing away. I know. That's, that's what he wants to get, I haven't got the room. Well, you just stack it up in the corner. I know someone with a good kit. All right. You could just fit it in, I think. Oh, yeah, well, you see, I think you should do it. Hmm. Uh, Eagle, was there a point to your call? Sorry, we've, we've not really said anything, Grizzly have we? Adams. Grizzly Adams. Yeah. We did that as well, didn't we? I think you're doing that. Oh. Hang on. Eagle, he became the best friend that song. Together, okay, we're coming up to it. Maybe there's a world where we won't have to run. Maybe there's a time we'll call our own. Living free in harmony. Majesty. But he murdered someone. Take me home. Take me home. It is John Denver, isn't it? What? Is it John Denver? Can't Take me home. Country roads. It's to... similar, yeah. 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 All right, Igor, listen, thanks for that. Thank you. See you later. Bye-bye. Good lad, we like him. He's coming in next week. I should have confirmed it with him, actually. Well, he's coming in Tuesday, I think, so um, that'll be fun. Edward is coming in Wednesday. Frank Sybottom's coming in Thursday. Stephen Murdoch's on Monday. And on Friday, we've got a whole heap of freaks coming in, man. It's going to be fantastic. Um, do, do you want to do the correspondent update? Oh, blimey! It's 5.41! It's time for the daily 5.41 daily correspondent update. Brought to you every day. Daily. Only ten more to go. We haven't got any correspondence. Oh, today. you're an absolute pig, you are. Uh, right, just call in now. 0870-9090-973. You go straight to where you can do a correspondent update. Now. Call in. Now. Only ten more to go. 0870-9090-973. Call in. Go straight to where. Do a correspondent update. Anyone. Don't be a correspondent. Anyone can do it. Right, it, we got one. Go! Yeah. It's Kelvin from Chertsey. Go. Hello. Yeah, do it. Bottled it. Hello. Yeah, do it. Hello. Bottled it. Hello. Oh blimey! Hello. Hi, my name's Dr. Darko. I'm the UFO correspondent. What? Eight UFOs have been spotted above Elton last night. That's it. Oh, that was good. I like that. Uh, yeah, go on. Damn, I'm back from Barcelona. It's Simon. Go on. Hello, this is the uh, half-wit correspondent. I'm the... Well, that was better than it could have been. Huh? Uh, and, uh, we assume, uh, we've got no ads. We're going straight up to the news, aren't we? Okay, thank you very much. Bruce! Ian. Hello, Bruce. You've let me down. You've let London down. What? You've let England down. Oh, my God. You went to France. Yes. You went for a dirty weekend. Steady. Right. And Re- they gave relaxing. you the lobby room. They gave you the lobby room on purpose, I guess. I'm guessing. I've never heard of the and lobby imagine, room. Though. And imagine. Yeah. Now, all of those French staff and French people, there was not a Twitter out of your room. Yes. 
it doesn't look good, does it, for us? It, it doesn't look good. I'm sorry to have let you down, uh, uh, Bruce. Lindy. Hello. Hello there. Oh, I nearly fell asleep. No, I didn't, because it was really exciting, and I think what? Eagle's song's fantastic. It's good, isn't it? Oh, he's brilliant, isn't he? He's coming in next yeah. Tuesday. I'm going to try and listen. No, you're, you're going to listen, because it's the last week next week of I us know, doing I know, this, before we move, and Paul Ross comes in and uh, things change and stuff. It's busy time of year, though. So, get your priorities right, love. <laughs> this should be at the top there. All right, all right. Um, did the Eiffel Tower twinkle for you? Yes. Did it? Yes. Is it nice? Yeah, it was nice. It's lovely. Oh. It's, good. It's, good. Yeah. it's some building, the Eiffel Tower, isn't it? It is, yeah. Did you go up it? Well, we went a third of the way up it, but it was so windy, they'd shut the, the rest of it down. Oh. But it was really exciting, because we, you walk around it, and we walked around one corner, and suddenly we couldn't move, because the wind was blowing us so much, and we nearly fell over. It was, uh, it, that was a unique experience, so that was good. Oh, no, we, the queue was too big when we went... Well, because we went because it was windy, there was no queue. It was straight up there. Ah. Oh, straight through. And I have stayed in a hotel in France in just off the lobby. How do they do that? That can't be right, having a lobby okay, room. Yeah, it was really weird. And, um, it was, it was a horrible hotel, actually. Yes. Uh, it stank of fags, the room and everything. It was just well, we stole a bottle of water from the minibar and didn't tell them. So, <gasps> we win. Okay. Very expensive as well, actually, for what it was. And, and just one more thing. Yes. Talking about noisy people. Gotta be quick. Um, we were sitting in a garden once, and there was a window open of a bedroom, and there were some very noisy things going on, and when they'd finished, we all stood up and gave them a round of applause. Well, there you go, you see. At least they got a round of applause, and they didn't get booze. Time now. That's not so late, is it? To get the latest LBC 97.3 news headlines, here's Claire Miller. Another prostitute has now been reported missing. I've seen that picture. It's very funny. Um, oh, look, here come, uh, some more, um... Blogs, okay. You've got 13 minutes, 12 minutes to get your blogs in. Edwina! Hello! Hello, Edwina. How you doing? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, can I just say that last night, Nick Abbott had mm. a fantastic show. I heard some of it. I, yeah. I, 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 so I was watching the Diana thing, then I fell asleep, so I don't know who murdered her. Then I went to bed, and I heard, uh, about 15 minutes of his show, uh, and then I fell asleep, then I woke up and heard some more, and then I fell asleep and I woke up and it was Bill Buckley's. All right. And also Bob. Oh, uh, but Nick Abbott, by the way, is on Saturday evenings, 10 to 1, every yeah. day. And he's filling in for me, I think, over Christmas quite a bit, because I'm doing, I'm doing Triple M this week and then next week's shows, and then the 22nd is my last show for two weeks. Goodness, you're going to have a nice good break. I'm going to have a nice good break. Yeah. Uh, and I think uh, Nick's filling in for some and he's filling in on the Sundays. I think. Is he filling in, for, he's filling in for the Christmas week, isn't he, Chris? I haven't found out yet, but oh, okay. probably. Probably. Where was Chris last night? I mean, Bob did fantastically well, but oh, where, yeah. where was Chris? Well, that's a good question. I've been meaning to ask him. I'll ask him now. Chris, where were you last night? I was in the cinema last night. Oh, I watched what? Uh, The Holiday. Well, that film about the birth of Jesus? Um... Is that the film about Jesus being born? I don't... I don't think so. Well, was it... Well, uh, well, let me make it easier. Was it about Jesus? No. Oh, no, then that's not hey. that then. What was the holiday? Is that the Jack Black, Black thing? Cameron Diaz thing. Looks rubbish. Girls film. Oh, uh, right? that was Kate Winslet as well. Oh, d was it Kate Winslet or did, did you go with Cameron Chicago? Cameron Kate Winslet was there. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Did, did, did Chicago not mind you going with her? Oh, no, she was there as well. Well, you... Yes, sunshine, <laughs> eh? <laughs> no French lobby rooms for you, my boy. <laughs> um, Ian. Yes, yes Edwina. Uh, about TVs and cars. Oh, it's very naughty. Well, it, I don't think it's 
illegal because no, uh, no, a friend of mine, um, when she has a company car, yes. uh, she's allowed to have uh, order specifications for her car. All right. And uh, one of the specifications one year was to install a TV. Mm. And um, what, uh, as a passenger, what happens is that when she drives off, the TV goes, the picture goes off, goes but off. you hear the audio. Uh, and when you're stationary, the picture comes back on. I've seen that, yes. Yeah. Yes, that, that's, that's quite cool. And also, you can have these TVs on the back of the driver's seat. Or for the, the kids. Or the back, yeah, for the I was once yeah. in, a, in a cab, uh, in uh, like a mini cab, but it was like one of those people cabs. Carriers, mm. and got chatting to the, the gentleman driver and I said oh you got tv and tv comes down from the ceiling so yeah yeah it's got dvd player as well God. i was like oh wow that's good he said yeah, have a look at this he put on the filthiest film i've ever seen oh my in my God. life I, we were like what <laughs> it was f- hardcore muckiness and we're like what we're, all right mate turn it off i don't know what you're expecting to happen but it's not it really <laughs> not, threw me i completely took me by, by surprise i bet it was <laughs> but never mind okay lovely talking to you thank you edwina bye-bye Bye. uh oh eight seven oh uh nine oh nine oh nine seven three i'm saying the number out quite a lot because i've got that many calls that's why it's, it's a trick that we do here at speech-based radio stations gene is in the sydenham hello mate hello gene I need some advice. Okay. Is Gene, is Gene, uh, is Gene spelt with a G, I'd imagine, Chris, not with a J-E-A-N? Oh, what a, what a kit. No, yeah, it's Gene like Gene Barry. My mum fancied him in the 70s. He's in some Gene Barry. He's in some programme. Eugene, uh, uh, it's, it's not short for Eugene, then? No, 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 no not at all. So it's uh, G- G-E-E-N, like Gene Simmons, Chris? Uh, yeah, G-E-N-E. Yes, it. G-E-N-E. So, yes. Right. Anyway, I've got a female boss, yeah? Oh, nice. Um, I'm... No, no. No, no. I'm, um... I'm 32 and she's about 25 and she's, she's just suddenly start, started going mental. Um, she went mental this morning because I went to the doctors. Yeah. Um, she's expecting me to work seven days, although she only wants to pay me for five. Right. And also she'll phone me whenever she wants. Yeah. I mean, she phoned me the other morning at 10 to 7 in the morning. Oh, no, no. And she'll think nothing of phoning me about 10 o'clock at night and I don't know how to deal with it. How old is she? About 26. Too young. She's too young to understand life... And to understand what it's like to be in, con- in charge of people. In ch- she's an MD. That's incredible. Yeah. Leave. Leave there and go and work somewhere else. She's too young. Uh, and, you know, she will thrive on it and do well for a while, but eventually people will stop working for her, people will stop uh, doing things with her, and she'll disappear up her own backside. Well, well, I'm glad you said that, because I just thought it was me just thinking it was a bit strange, you know, but... Um... She's uh, turning into a problem. It's a family business as well, do you know what I mean? So the, yeah. all the family's the same. They're all... Yeah. They can be a bit, you know, they're lovely people when they want, but they can be a bit fruitcake-like. Yeah, she doesn't want to do it with you, does she? No, I don't think There's so. none of that, because that sometimes no, is, uh... No, I've, I, do you know what? I've made that clear, because I'm married, you know, I've got three lovely kids and that, you know, so, uh... But you know. sometimes, some women like the... Th- I've come across this, like the thrill of chasing someone who is unobtainable, because it makes it more exciting to them. Yeah. Yeah, but... It, it, it does sound like, though, she's, she's too young to be in the position that she's in. Yeah, do you know what? I'm... I'm glad about that. I'm going to have to start looking around, isn't I? Yeah, I think you, you, you ring you up at 10, 7 in the morning, that's not good at all. No, it's not, is it? No, that's out of order. I mean, I've got quite a, quite a response, you know, I've got a job with a lot of responsibility and that, you know, and, you know, it's, you know, it's a good company and that, but, um, that's a bit much, isn't it? Yeah. Sounds like she's taking the mic a little bit, Gene. All right, mate. Get out of there. Luck. Good luck. Cheers, mate. Bye. I'm giving advice to, I'm giving life advice. I've told that man to quit his job. You know I'm going to get called in six months' time. He's going to be an alcoholic. He's going to be homeless. His family will have left him. He'll have nothing. And it'll be because of me. Yes! Cool! 
Julie. Hello. Hello, Julie. Yeah, two things. Yes. Firstly, uh, we're going to have a more environmentally friendly Christmas this year. What oh. we're going to do is instead of going out and buying presents, all that wrapping and stuff. Oh, I love We're wrapping. going to um, give an envelope to each other with a check in it. What? For the same amount that we'd use for um, buying a present. No. Leave it open and that person can donate it to the favourite charity. Whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, you've got that wrong on so many levels. Firstly, why should they give money to, why should they give their money to charity? And secondly, Christmas is about, apart from that stuff to do with like Christ and all that, forget that for a minute, it's about coming down, seeing presents that someone has spent the time to get for you, the time wrapping up for you, uh, and the excitement of going, well, what is this? Oh, oh my God. Out there having nervous breakdowns, No, they? they're not. I did yeah, all my shopping. No. I did all... Anyway, the other No, 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 anywhere. Uh, I did my shopping ten minutes online. It's all done, apart from a few knickknacks. Well, that's all right for you. I mean, but you, have you been out there lately? Yes, I went to Brent Cross. Like, last week, I did, uh, I, I was there for an hour and a half. I knew exactly what to get. I was in and out, and I did it, and it was fine. Yeah, that's because you're a man, you see. What do you mean? What's, what's that going to do with it? Well, men are like that, though. Well, well, why, what would you mean, men are like that? That's a weak Women argument. Women are whizzing around, having what? nervous breakdowns. Well, what, because, what, because they can't cope with shopping, and men yeah. can do it better? Well, I'm not doing any this year, though. No, I know, because you're, you're writing a cheque and hoping someone will give it to charity, you miserable old sausage. <laughs> For God's sake, get them presents! Anyway, the other thing was... Ah, I don't want to hear it. BGR Bloomer solicitor. Okay, the blogs are coming in. You've got a few more minutes to get in the last blogs. I, I, I couldn't believe it. Christmas... The, 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 give it to charity? An envelope? No presents? Environmentally friendly? What difference is that going to make to the environment? The fact that one person... Daniel. Hello, hello, Daniel. Yes, Daniel. Hello. You're on the air. Oh, sorry, I was at it. Yeah, I just wanted to be the, uh, to, to uh, correspondence for the four-wheel drive cars. Sorry. Uh, the correspondence of the four-wheel drive cars. Yes, we we do the correspondent updates at five thirty-eight. Yeah, but I was waiting on the line. Right. It's not good enough excuse. You didn't you, you you didn't select my line. That you should have phoned up before five thirty eight to book your place. Oh, okay, then I'll do that tomorrow. Then. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Yes. Um, um, I'm just going to call. I'm going to call this one because this has been there all all day and it's intrigued me. Phone you have called. Oh, there we Please go. Well, call that's again later. I wasted that one. Um, let's try this one. Let's see what's happening here. Has set no calls up for me. Why have you set no calls up? Hello. Hello, is that Sue? It is. Hello, Sue, it's Ian Lee. You're on the air. Hello. Do, I believe you, you called us a long time ago and Chris didn't bother calling you back because he's an idiot. <laughs> well, that's Chris for you. Yeah, he's, he's fool. Anyway, we've got about 30 seconds. Can, can I help are you? We still, are we still... Are we still... about Grizzly Adams? I mean, you went through it all, I think, in the end. Oh. I just had a, quite a good link for you between uh, the Fonz... Yeah. And Gentle Ben. Oh, go on, give us it. You know the little boy from Gentle Ben? Yes. He is actually the guy who plays Richie Cunningham's brother in real life. You're having a laugh. No, he is. That's it... fantastic. Howard, Ron Howard is Richie Ron Cunningham. Ron Howard, his brother, he actually stars in quite a lot of his films as well. Well, I didn't He's know actually that. played, I think it was a Ferengi or a... Um, I can't remember, a Vo- not a Vulcan, a Klingon in Star Trek. So you're a genius and I'm glad I called you back. I'm glad I helped. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. What a nice lady. You should call her back more often, Chris. I like her. Okay, if you missed the show today, it sounded a lot like this. No. No, we can't use this. 
No, this is horrible. I always used to speak in a very soft, like, imbecilic voice. Like, Charles. Nine and a half. This show's like Google for me. I just ask a question and the answer comes back straight away. You can have that. Give that to O'Brien. Nine and a half. Yeah, um, laughing gas. Yeah, I can kill you. Well, because, um, I saw an episode of, uh, Diagnosis Murder. And my producer, Adrian Crisp, says, Oh, it's just a kid's cold. Oh, you've just got a kid's cold. That's all it is. It's not a grown-up cold. Nine and a half. I've got nits. What was that guy who predicted bad things would happen in certain years? Nine and a half. Zero? Lovely round number. Right. Seven. Five is kind of like an even, odd number. No, I totally agree. Cover your mouth if you're sneezing and show a bit of respect, but goddamn, you're getting excited. Nine and a half. Okay. 2001, lots of bad things happened in the world. It's like the TV remote. I can never have it on 21 or 23, 22, or 20 or 24. Nine and a half. Wow. It's, ter it's terrifying, isn't it? Uh, yeah, line six, what do you want? Hi, Ian, it's Mavis. Hello, Mavis. Uh, just to say whether to get Wii or Xbox for Christmas. Uh, well, I've not played on the Wii yet. I'm gonna have a session tonight. Yeah. Um, but what e game? Xbox is brilliant. You can't go wrong with the Xbox. Okay, then. Cheers, Ian. Thanks, Mavis. Bye. Okay. 0870 For the next 30 minutes of the show, your calls go straight to air. Uh, while the news is on, I'm gonna choose the blog. We've had quite a few blogs in. Thank you for that. Uh, and I'll forward it to Chris and he'll put it on the website. Okay. I've finished talking now. Thank you. <laughs> Line 8, you're on the air. LBC, top 20 share check. Thanks. Uh, line 6, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello, you're on the wireless. Um, I would like to... I would like to say, um... Yes? How's your kitten? I haven't got... Right, okay. I haven't got a kitten. Clive Buller's got the kitten oh. called Gremlin. No, don't worry. I've got a cat called Velvet who I left at home while I was away with an automatic feeder. Didn't quite work that well. She didn't get all of her meals. Terrible. So I'm going to get a new feeder for Christmas. But she's she's very well and she's very pleased to see me. Oh. So thank you for asking. What, oh. what, what, what breed is your cat, cat again? Um, could you wait there one second? Okay. Uh, you, you might like this next call. Line 8, you're on the wireless. No! My old man slip all out of bed and dilly dally on the way of a banana. Did you like that call? Yes. My cat is just your, your uh, standard moggy. Big black cat, fat, scratches the walls, clumsy, and stupid. H have you got a cat? I have two. What have you got? I have a kitten called Merlin. Merlin. And I have a three-year-old cat called Clarissa. Cla hey, Clarissa's a good name. My mum chose it. Oh. And what do you, do you know what, what, what make they are? Um, British short hair. Oh, okay. Very nice. And are they well behaved? because well, Merlin's a new cat. Clarissa yeah. hisses and spits at Oh, them. no. How do you get, how do you get over that? Because it's always tough, because I was thinking of getting a new cat, but I'm worried that if I did bring a new cat, then Velvet, my old cat now, would fight, and it would just be nasty. Well, it, well, they 
they do get used to each other. They do, do they? Yeah. Okay. Hey, Rista, I've got to take some more calls. Thanks for calling in. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Here we go. The best call of the day. Without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. Ian, this is for everyone. That's horrible. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's horrible. Yes, line ten, you're on the wireless. Quack, quack. Okay. Uh, line three, you're on the wireless. Hello there, it's Sharon from the Highlands, who's back in... Court. Oh, it's Monkey Sharon, yes. Hello. Hello. Well, I must say, I watched the th- show three times, Frank Sidebottom. Oh, yes. The, 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 he was definitely not happy, was he? This is... No, I don't know if anyone else saw this. This is on, on Channel M. They showed it over the weekend, Channel 203. Me as a guest on Frank's album, he, I watched it last night, he gets really mardy. They've cut out a lot of his, uh, arguing. I love your face, though, when Rowetta's singing her, her one-line song. Uh, without you! It was really hard to write, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, she was, lo- she was very nice, but he got, he got, did get angry, didn't he? Yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't right, and it was like a child having a tantrum. It was, exactly, like a yeah. child having a tantrum. Well, he's in next Thursday. Yeah. Uh, and so I don't, I don't know uh, whether I should mention it mm-hmm. or. Um, oh. oh, it's Frank's world. I don't know whether I should mention it I and think ask him about it. Adorable to mention it. Yeah, I, I, I think. And I, I don't think you'd want him like that on your own territory. Well, the thing is, I think here in London, uh, on, in my studio with Helen here and with Chris here, yeah. I think he'd bottle it a little bit. Yeah, I think so. And it would be quite easy for me to intimidate him because it was. Yeah. He, he, he went. He did go off on one. I'm he just sat there going, "What? Flipped. What? What? What is happening?" He's arms folded. As soon as his arms folded, yeah. that was it. His body language completely changed. Yeah. Also, sorry yes. to bug you, I'm still waiting for Chris to ring me back about my prize for Friday that I lost. What? Okay. Was it? Was this John Holmes' your show? Yeah. Well, you got sorted out with Holmes. Don't do it me. Uh... <laughs> Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, Graham. How are you? I'm fine, Graham. You're right. Listen to the show all the way today. Oh, did you enjoy it? Uh, cracking show, Ed. Okay, well, well, thanks, Graham. I'm glad you enjoyed it. The, 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 the fight. This is Graham. The, the, the real Graham. Uh, this is this is Graham. No, who is it? Graham. No. I, I, I'm Graham. Uh, would you? Would you? Would you? Uh, 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 Ian Lee. I'm after Ian Lee. Uh, uh, the cat's head. You, you said it to c- 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 couple of cows singing, you know? We, we have it in the chat, uh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, c- c- catch him off, Ian. Uh, shut your face, Grab. You, you <laughs> shut your face. You shut your face, Grab. No. Ian, Ian. Uh, it's Grab from the coin, you know? It, it sounds nothing like me. Shut your face, Grab. Shut it, get it proper. Right, I'm going to cut off the fake Grab, okay. Bye, bye, Ian. Right, he's gone. Okay, Grab. Okay, well, they both put the phone down. Um, line four, you're on the wireless. Okay, Graham. Hello, this is Zara Phillips, Sports Personality of the Year, phoning. Just wanted to thank all the people who voted for me. Thanks very much. Did she actually win Sports Personality of the Year? Did Zara Phillips, she's hot. Did she win it? She couldn't have won it. She didn't win it. I was going to talk about Sports Personality of the Year today. I didn't get round to it. She didn't win it, did she? Three, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Hello. 
It's Ralph from Kenya. Hello, Ralph. How are you, my Yeah, man? I'm all right. I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I'm glad the show's coming to an end, because I'm knackered today. Oh, it's been, a good, it's been a good show. If you remember, Ian, I was very critical when you first come on the show. You, you have you a Harley. Could. That's right. Yes, I remember you That's very right. well, yes. We, we, had, right. we had a row about 12, 13 months ago. That's right, Ian. Yeah, but you proved me wrong. I've been listening to you ever since, mate, and yeah. I want to wish you a very happy Christmas, you and your family, and okay. I hope you get lots of rap presents. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Can you believe that woman? I'm not going to wrap What's all that them. about? I'm going to give them a cheque in an unsealed envelope. What, she, why is she not sealing it? That was weird. And oh, they can give it to a right. charity of their choice, which is very right. nice, but Christmas is about opening presents. It is. Thanks, you did this for me? Yes, absolutely. Well, I wish you all the best in the new year with your new show, Ian. Cheers, Ralph. Thank you very much. And you take care of yourself, and um, I'll be tuning to hear you at your Th- new time. Thanks for keep on listening. Thank you. Well, I had a, ra- a row with Ralph, probably October of last year, because he hated this show when we took over. Um, look, it's Matt Lucas on Sky News. Uh, hated this show, uh, but he stuck with it, which is what a lot of people didn't do. And I think the ones that did hate it and stuck with it have, have enjoyed it, and will hopefully will follow us through when we move to uh, 7 till 10 in the new year. Uh, line 5, you're on the wireless. Oh, hello, Ian. Hello. Um, I'm not sure if you know this information. I tried to ring earlier, and I know this is really the stupid half hour, but, um, you know your postbox music? Yes. Um, they, did you know that it's on the website? There's a website for it. Uh, no, I did not know. What, what website? It's, it's called, it's by somebody called Tony Tarrell, T-U-R-R-E. No, it's not. It's different. It's different music. How do you know? Because, I, uh, yeah, no, Tony Tarrell isn't the same fellow. It's, uh, got by a guy called Alfie Thomas. Is it? Yes. We've, uh, t- my friend Tony, uh, who's a different Tony, has, uh, has emailed in, and we've got to this guy's phone number, so we're going to get him on the show this oh, week. Oh, right, but because I missed that bit. It's a different one, but thank you very much anyway, Carol. Okay. Lovely to have you back. Thanks very much. Uh, okay. Uh, we'll take a breather there. Oh, y- oh hang on. You've got, you got five seconds. Um, I took a photo of the Mona Lisa, but I was not told off. But I did get told off when I took a photo in a museum in Moscow. Time now to get the latest LBC 97.3 news headlines. Here's Claire Miller. Police fear a serial... Line 10. Mandy and Lee, he likes bullying cat. Goodbye. No, 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 no. You can't, uh, you can't do that. You can't do that. Clear some of those lines for me, Chris. Hello? Hello, it's Ian Lee. You're on the air. Pardon? It's Ian Lee. You're on the air. You you can't do that. Oh, I I, I don't know. I, I haven't called. Yes, you have. Your no, it's your number, and you, your number's said on the screen. Oh, and right. you, you've done this before. Uh, that's, uh, what number? T- I don't know. I haven't phoned. No. Okay. okay. I know no. you're putting on an Irish accent. That's very offensive. Uh, you're very naughty. Don't phone up and make rude comments about me in the hang up. Okay. Pardon? There we go. Uh, line four. You're on the wireless. Hello? It comes up on the screen. The number, the last number comes up on the screen, for God's Hi, sakes. Man. Hello, Line 4. Hi, um, how you doing? <laughs> I'm very well, thank you very much. That woman is an ins- I'm gonna say this now. That woman is an insane old fish who is an idiot and hasn't got the guts or the balls to come up on this station and have a decent conversation or an argument. So she phones up, she does it a lot, she phones up to condemn the way I look after my cat who I love very much, and then she hangs up without putting forward any decent argument and without knowing any facts. That woman is a coward, an idiot, a bully, and has got no idea how to look after animals. Oh, my God, you make me laugh. There you go, Line uh, 4. What can I do for you? 
Ian, I just wanted to know, did you watch Lost yesterday? Uh, I've, I, I, which episode was it? Five or six? Um, um, I can't remember. It's the one where the echo dies. Oh, yes, it's, it's, it's very good. It was very sad. So very I sad. Have you, do you, uh, do you still, uh, um, watch them in advance, or do you actually, uh, I've seen, I've seen them all, I've seen up to six, and you know we do the podcasts that, that, that you can get on iTunes for it. Yes, um, I haven't actually managed to get through that yet. Oh, you <laughs> should do that, they're good. But the, the thing is, I, with, with, I don't know anything that happens, okay, but okay. I've interviewed Echo. All right. And he seemed to imply that he might be coming back. So really? I think, I think we might see, this is my theory entirely, this isn't, isn't any way a, a, a spoiler or uh, something <laughs> that I know. I think he's going to come back as a ghost. Oh my god, because I really liked the Echo character, I was like, oh my god, you know, like, I did not expect that. At Have you heard his real voice? The actor? No, I haven't. No. He talks like that, he comes from East London, he talks like that. No Incredible. Way. It blew my mind. All right, guys, how's it going? <laughs> S- send my love to London. He talks like that, <laughs> which is amazing. Yeah, wow. Yeah, he's good. Oh. But, um, but Sky is showing some programmes about Lost next week, I think, next Monday, so that might be worth having a look. Oh, all right, cool. Are you going to be on it? Yes. Um, line five, you're on the wireless. Oh. Oh, no, I haven't called. I don't, I've not called uh, you. I'm a, I'm a new vegetarian, and I was just uh, wondering, can I eat wafer thin ham? Um, if it's wafer, wafer thin, yes, you can. Oh, I've not called you before. I've not called you. No, you've got wrong number. I've not called you. Yes, line six. The not talking about lost correspondent to tell you something. He can tell you that Mr. Echo comes back in season seven as a zombie. Right, okay, that's not helpful to anyone. Yes, line three. Hi, um, I'd like to know, um, yes. how come, Ian, how come you didn't switch hotel rooms or hotels? Oh, do you know, I couldn't be bothered with the hassle. I, I wasn't going to switch hotels because uh, I wouldn't have got my money back. Uh, right. And I, I just couldn't be bothered to switch hotel and rooms. And you didn't, in. but they didn't have any other rooms? They didn't on the night that we checked in. There would have been one the next night, but it's just, you know, I, I couldn't be bothered, really. Ah, oh, that's disappointing. This is Mucky Sarah, by the way. Uh, yeah, hello, Mucky Sarah, yes. <laughs> um, all right, well, I was just curious about that. Chris had a rummage around in your box earlier on. Oh, did he? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. I didn't. I, I didn't. <laughs> but Chris, did Chris he find did. anything interesting? I don't know. Chris, did you find anything interesting in Mucky Sarah's uh, box? Yeah. Okay, fine. We'll, we'll leave it there, I think. <laughs> Alrighty, Thank you for that, Mucky Sarah. Uh, good work. Moving on, moving on. Line 8, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, Line 8. I'm, I'm Anna. Anna? Yeah. Hey, Anna, how's it going? Um, good. I'm going to, um, a status quo concert on Saturday. <gasps> no, really? Yeah. Do you want to go, or is your dad making you go? No, I want to go. Wow, what's, um, what's your favourite status quo song? Rockin' All Over the World. It's a good song, isn't it? I sang it for you. You, um, you did a while ago. Yeah. Do you know who wrote that song? Yeah. Who wrote it? Um, I can't remember. I think it was a guy called John Fogerty, but I could be wrong. Uh-huh. I could be wrong. Um, oh, so what, what date is the concert? Do you know? Um, Saturday the 16th. Of December? December. You're going to have a brilliant time. Yeah. Hey, listen, can you give me a call next week and let me know how much you enjoy it? Yeah, and we got VIP tickets as well. Blimey, well, that's that. You're going to have a great night. Uh-huh. Hey, well, listen, enjoy yourself. Okay, thank don't you. Get, don't drink too much. <laughs> and let me know how you get on next week. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Okay. Bye-bye. Wow, she's going to have fun. Uh, line seven, you're on the wireless. Hey, it's Graham. Oh, hello, Graham. You're back. Is this, is this Graham or the Graham impersonator? This is the real Graham. Can, can you prove it? Graham from Croydon. It speaks volumes, 
Okay, yes, you, 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 you seem to be full of bitterness, so that's, uh, that's, it's probably I'm easy. not in, you most disappointed, not, not at all, Okay, right. A classic weekend for Gremlin. Okay, well, what does that mean? Dr- been, drowning puppies? I've been cleared, in. Oh, God. You know, I was in trouble, Yes. With the little child from Halloween, in. Right, yes. I'm cleared, in. Good, well, well done, well uh, done. Uh, right. You know, it, it, it came down to it, proper, proper courtroom drama. Right, I'm gonna cut you off. But, uh, yes. Uh, I don't know what's going on there. Like nine, you're on the wireless. Stop, Ian. Uh, nothing. Hey, man, what's up with you? Huh? Yeah. That was me trying to be hip and sound like a fat old man, as I am. <laughs> what can I do yeah. for you? Um, you know Nintendo Wii? Yes. What games are you getting for it? Oh, at the moment, all I've got is Zelda. I've asked my, uh, I've asked, uh, my mum. How old are you? Mm. How old, pro- how, how old are you? Eleven. Okay. I've asked Father Christmas... For Red Steel. Ha ha. All right, I've asked my mum for, for for Red Steel, and hopefully she's going to get me that. And, and that's it at the moment. I don't know what other games are worth getting. I've heard that Zelda's so good that they can't make it any better. But in one way, they need to add voices. Oh, there's no voices on it. No, everything's oh. good about it except they need to add voices. Well, I'm going to. Well, that's stupid. Then they do. They do that on Zelda games. They don't have voices, which is annoying. But I'm going to mm. have a go. I'm setting it up tonight. I get home at half past nine tonight. I'm setting it up. I'm going online. I'm going to download some games and I'm going to play Zelda. Speaking of online, have you ever heard of RuneScape? Yes, I have. I, I played it. I didn't like it. How could you not like RuneScape? I found it too slow and tedious. I like games where you run around with guns, shooting people. Well, you have swords and kill people. I don't like, yeah, swords and, and magic. Oh, oh. I, I really have an account on it. Well, I hope, you, good, good luck for you. Mm. Okay, gotta go, thank you. Uh, good luck for you, what does that mean? Line nine, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian, it's Sarah in the Greenwich, who was in the Seven Oaks, but isn't now. Oh, you can talk freely, because Helen's next door. Hello, Helen. She's next door, she can't hear us. Okay. Nice. Hi, how are you? I'm fine, how are you? You know what, I'm okay. I've just finished my essay, and oh, it's, it, to you really helped me. I, I helped you? Yeah, just, like, having you, like, in the background talking and... Oh, that's good. Oh, no, it's not, it's, uh, I, I thought it was Anne, it's not Anne, it's, so it's all right. Sorry, I thought you were Anne for a second, Sarah. Anne? Yes. Anne. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, oh, well, I'm glad to have helped. That's okay, and, um, there's, there was one more thing. Yes. Um, I've got a new job. Right. Right, only part-time, obviously, because I'm a student. Yes. And, you know, I did a bit of work experience on the show you did. Oh, yes. I just want to say, I think that really held it. Does that make sense? They asked me what it was about, and right. I want to say two thank yous. Yay. Hey, well, there you, well I'm glad to... Uh, hey, Chris, I've, I've actually helped someone, which is the you, first time ever. You really? have your uses, yeah. don't you, Ian? Apparently so, so I'm glad that, that things are going well. Thank you, darling. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. That's right, man. I can help people in it because I'm wicked. Line ten, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello. Ooh, we're getting all the. Hello. Hi. <laughs> um. Yes. Have, have you broken up for Christmas holidays or something? Um. No, because we're breaking up in like two weeks or something. Two weeks? It's Christmas in two weeks. No, 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 wait. No, a week and three days. Okay, that's still not far off. How long do you get off for Christmas? Um, about two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I've got two weeks off for Christmas as well, which is cool. That's good. Yeah. Um, I want to talk to you about MySpace. Okay. <laughs> Yes, I added you on it. MySpace.com forward slash The Real Ian Lee. I'm going to have 4,000 friends very soon. Wow, I have 160-something. It's good, it's fun, MySpace. It's full of, you know, weirdos and freaks, but you've got to be careful, but it's I know, it's like, fun. random people keep on adding me. Yes, like, they do. A little bit odd. Yeah, um, but do you remember my thing? It was, like, Princess Shanty. 
I don't remember, but, uh, to be honest. If I'm going to be completely you have, like, a computer near me? Near you. No, I don't. And you know what? I've got to go, but thank you. Uh, it's, it's probably time to end the show. Uh, Clive Bull is on at eight till midnight. Uh, big quiz with Gary King, uh, on at seven. Nightly News coming up next. I shall see you tomorrow at three, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. This show is completely f***ing. If Ian